So I've been watching a lot of videos about uh, speedrunning and uh, mostly about like racing games speedrunning, but it got me thinking about an interesting thought experiment for Pathfinder. What party would be the most optimized to speedrun an AP without trying... You're not trying to skip encounters. You're not, like, skipping roleplay or anything. Like, say, you meet weekly, three hours a session, and you're not skipping anything. But Mm. the goal is to get through everything as quickly as possible. And I was thinking about it, and some of the knee-jerk reactions that I thought of, I went back and I was thinking, well, oh, well, you just have, like, have, like, a summoner or a bunch of classes with animal companions and just overpower every encounter. But then I thought, well, no, because then each encounter is going to take longer yeah, because of all of the separate entities that you're playing. So I was curious, like, if anybody had, like, a rock-solid, like, speedrun party. Four people. Speedrun party. I think I have a pretty good idea of how I would do it, but... I know how I would do it, and it would take advantage, I think... Because I'm assuming we can, we can, we're, this is a min-max theory crap. We, we can exploit oh, yeah. the, the build. You got to exploit the teamwork feats. I think that is the way. You, you build around them, right? Because they can provide some very situational benefits that normally require the whole party to collaborate and so they don't get used very often. I bet you, if you took advantage of some of those, you could make most encounters a joke with so, combining sneak attack with a heavy tank fighter. Yeah. I think. I think there might be merit to that, but I I don't know if it would work terribly well with my idea for what would party. What, how would how would you go? How would you make it as fast as possible? I wonder too if there's like just a single class that's got enough like slots filled that they could just run through really quickly. Well, so my idea was that the so my first thought was like, oh well, you just have every every role min maxed, so you have like a a crane style monk be your tank but then i thought no you want everybody to be doing as much damage as quickly as possible dps dps on everything you pretty much would need a bunch of like ranged characters so like you'd need like a slayer to get sneak attack ranged just unloading highest initiative possible try to kill things right away you'd need like see I'd want to have like a wizard with a bunch of save or suck spells, but if if they don't work, then you're just wasting time again. Yeah. We know all about that. Holy, holy, holy gun paladin, Zen Archer. Um, <laughs> let's see here. What else do we throw in there? Because something that can invisible the whole party, so that we can just skip most mundane encounters. I don't know. I think I think uh, my ranged uh, war priest wasn't too bad. He gives a pretty good self buffs as needed. Self buffs, yes. Um, I think party buffs would be key here because then you're buffing everyone, so everyone can do the maximum amount of damage. So you you might actually want to have a bard, even though the bard wouldn't probably be the most DPS bard, related. Bard won't contribute to combat, but if you min max him with some other uh, stuff, you can add on the amount of damage that all your well, other I mean, characters are doing. Just even haste to be pretty good, though. Yeah, because yeah, a bard could do your invisibility at a higher level. Bard can do and your haste. haste. Inspire Courage would add to everybody's attack and damage. So you would probably want to have a bard in there. Mm-hmm. A bard, Zen Archer Monk is a good one, because that's like pretty much the best archer you can get. Because that can do much. flurry of blows on a bow, so you get more attacks. Yeah. Holy Gun, Paladin, not a bad choice. Um, Gets to smite, resolves against touch. 
gets the stupid lay on hand still. I think I don't think they replace that class feature. Yeah, and so. then the fourth one, you would probably want some healer, but the paladin could channel in the in the worst case. And the idea is that you're killing everything so fast that you're not going to be taking so much damage. So right, you could just do a keen build paladin if you still wanted a melee. Oh yeah, so I don't either... know if you'd really want a melee though because the. And Hopefully everything would be dead before the melee guy even gets there. Yeah, you want range. You I want mean, bullets. trust me, for as much as we played, like, Rune Lords, how many times is that, like, one five-foot square corridor up all... I mean, yeah, there's some times where true. you can't get a ranger, so I feel like you'd want a huge heavy hitter. And we know from our campaign that Paladin's really kind of no, in the right situation. You if, need, you, if you min-max the crap out of them. Last one, you get a wizard or a druid, somebody with strong CC. So you can cast stupid stuff like Entangle. And that then slows doodle. combat Entangle would just halt. slow everything Pause. down. You just shoot. If all of your attacks are ranged, Entangle doesn't bother you at all. They, they can can't Entangle even better. Yeah, yeah. Until, they, until they have deflect arrows. Yeah, snatch well, that arrows. Would, that, would, that, would, that would suck. If you're in an AP where everything has deflect or snatch arrows, then this idea would not... You would not be speedrunning that AP with this group. Yeah, so, no, Cult of the Ibon Destroyers, yeah, where everything... probably wouldn't want to run a, a range-based character, but it's a bunch <laughs> of monks who all have Snatch Arrow. That would be a waste of time. Who would do time. such a thing yeah, like especially, that? Especially if they had such incredible high natural ACs that if even if you did hit them, they would catch any arrow that you did hit them with, so you would never do any damage? Yeah, that would be... That sounds like not fun. I, I liked it. <laughs> I was also a filthy paladin. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking about this uh, for a couple of days, and I was I thought it would be an interesting thought experiment. It would be, it probably would not be a terribly fun game to run. I mean, maybe it no, would it'd be, be GM dependent. That's yeah, what, you need you need a GM who doesn't want to role play, just wants to tell you the information, right? I oh think if yeah, you had a good idea of the campaign setting, though. You could. That's where I think you'd really min max. Yeah. No, where your idea would come in pretty fun, Jason, is Emerald Spire. Yeah. Because it's a super dungeon, so you just oh. speed run the super dungeon. How many sessions can we beat the super dungeon in? See, actually, that, I would that feel so like sad fun... doing that. Like, I'd no, want to take my time. That sounds like a fun idea, though, actually. Because it's literally just all about just the combat. So, like, just bl like blasting through it with some crazy builds. That sounds kind of fun. So, yeah. Next year, we just all need to take the same week off work. And then yeah. just, that's all we just, do. Yeah, exactly. Just like, see once, how once, long it takes us to get through. Once a year we like, take a group vacation, it's just like, how many levels can we clear in 48 hours? Yeah. Enjoy and the yeah, start. 36 or yeah, 48 hour <laughs> live stream. <laughs> For doesn't charity. That, doesn't that sound like a great idea? Maybe if we start small with like 12 hour <laughs> sessions. I'm as long as there's make... snacks, I mean... No, it's, it's, if it's Sarah, GM, she just get point. She's so tired. She's like, oh, whatever, I don't even care. It's dead. Actually, yeah, I was... I what is... I was joking initially, but actually that sounds kind of fun. Just seeing how many levels you could get through with the stupidest builds you've come up with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would be neat. Um, that that would be neat. I don't know what I would play, but uh, the GM would definitely have to be on board for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and luckily, I think we don't have any of those crazy. Uh, PCs in Iron Fang. Otherwise, things would be very difficult for me. Uh, no, I've actually, I've actually said this in uh, the chat a couple times, but I think that this current party is 
going to most likely be my favorite grouping so far in the AP. We'll have to see how it goes, but I have a good feeling about these four in particular, so we'll see. Very excited because just I just excited. looked yeah. in the book three handout stuff. I thought and you were about I, to say you, you were just looking in book three, and I was like, put that back. No, I, yeah, no, no, no. So I was reading ahead in book three, no. and I saw that we get to fight um, a, a, a giant hobgoblin next session. I thought that was really cool. There's well, a no, but I did look, and I Jason has labeled what these creatures are that we are fighting, and they're very iconic, and I'm excited to be able to fight one because they've come up a lot in like podcasts and just in general Pathfinder, and I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be pretty Trask. neat once somebody... Uh, yeah, two Trasks. Nothing big. Those are iconic. Anyways, getting into this, uh, I actually want to start this session with a little bit of a cinematic. We've done a couple of these throughout the AP, and I wanted to do another one here. Um, there's going to be some dialogue in this one, so Justin and Josh, if you are willing... Uh, you can. Yeah. I can show this to all of you. I think you'll all be able to see it. And you can. I'll narrate, and you can read the the dialogue points. Yep. Josh, you have one line near the I end. It. I saw it. I saw it. You should be. You should be good with the one line. Don't mess but... it up. You got one line. You got one job. You got one job, kid. Okay. I will most certainly mess it up, but we'll be here for it. Well, we'll see how it goes. It's all good. So. A lone figure stands motionless atop one of the many massive round mounds that make up the hollow hills, his hand laid flat above his brow to shield his eyes from the rising sun. The figure is too short to be a human, but too tall and stout to be a halfling. A dwarf, then. Dark brown hair and clad in heavy furs to ward off the still cold early morning air of mid -Gosrin. In the distance he spots... A group of creatures flying in circles, descending bit by bit with each rotation. What's a bunch of griffins doing way out here? Figure turns and descends the mound, and at its base meets with a giant beetle, one rivaling himself in size. Its black carapace glistens slightly in the light of dawn. It skitters around to face the dwarf as he approaches down the hill. Come on, got us something interesting going on a couple hills over. The two begin to stalk forward towards where the griffins had been flying. As they crest the final hill, the dwarf stops. A small caravan lies in waste and ruin in the valley. It's not hard to see there are no survivors. The griffins by now have landed and begun picking at some of the bodies. The dwarf pulls out his bow, notches an arrow, and briskly jogs and slides down the hill. Now get out of here! Shoot! Shoot! The griffins, three in total, crouch down and growl at the dwarf, defending their meal. The nearest one lashes out, but quickly finds an arrow strike his hind leg and screeches in panic. Stop, you big baby. It ain't deep. You'll heal just fine. Now get out of here. Find something else to eat. The three creatures retreat into the air, leaving the dwarf and the beetle alone once more amidst the carnage of the caravan. The dwarf inspects the scene. The scent of blood still hangs in the air. The killing blows on the bodies made not by claw or beak, but by arrow and blade. The caravan was attacked by something other than the beasts of the hollow hills. He moves further to find a strange body, unlike the others. A hobgoblin. 
one bearing a familiar, detestable red symbol. This brings back bad memories. What are you doing out here after all this time? Bet you're what's been riling up the local predators, chasing them out of their hunting grounds, no doubt. By the looks of this caravan came from Redboro, and in a hurry, too. Not that it did them much good in the end. The dwarf kicks the body, then arcs his back and stretches. He looks to the beetle, which had followed his every step, and now stares intently at the body of the hobgoblin. Don't even think about it. This here piece of trash will give you indigestion. The dwarf grabs some food from his pack and tosses it to the beetle. Let's get moving. The two leave the scene and continue east. They travel at a steady pace for the rest of the day, only stopping once or twice to eat and drink. By nightfall, the dwarf slows and prepares to make camp when he feels the slightest tremor in the ground beneath him. He freezes. The rumbling continues. He can feel it move. Some creature burrowing through the ground nearby. Make that two. Not good. Very not good. The dwarf scans the area with his honed dark vision. He sees nothing except for a faint glow just beyond the next hill. The glow is barely enough for a dim campfire, but in contrast to the surrounding darkness, is easy to spot for the dwarf. Make that very, very not good. The dwarf and the beetle begin to ascend the hill as quickly as possible, but also as silently as possible, making sure not to draw the attention of the burrowing creatures nearby. The vibrations slow somewhat, as if waiting, sensing. The dwarf descends the other side of the hill and approaches the camp as one of the three sleeping figures begins to get up, most likely having also sensed the rumbling. A human man stands, grabbing a shield and a morning star before casting some spell, his shield suddenly a beacon of light. Who goes there? Show yourself. The dwarf shields his eyes. Borax tongs, quit it with that darned light! The dwarf suddenly feels the rumbling grow abruptly louder and split off in two directions. The name's Hurst. We ain't got time for introductions. We got two creatures inbound. You gotta get ready for a fight. And with that, I would like everyone to roll initiative. Jason, excellent writing, my guy. Yeah, right? Well done. Right? Bringing characters to life, man. I want a cool cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get one you'll get one in time yeah, i've had sure. one justin's had one uh you kind of had one sarah right with uh with uh what's her face niari yeah she Not had a it, couple with niari like yeah when we got to the graveyard and stuff yeah the mini cinematics karen, yeah. karen has had a couple scenes that were i think they were probably improved by sarah i don't know if she had pre thought yeah, of them but like when you went all when y'all went afraid there was that little flash that he Sarah's had improv flashbacks make me feel embarrassed right like they're they're so good that they'll, they'll come out of nowhere and they'll be like so did you write that down were you planning on breaking that up like, no i just thought of it no a lot of nayaris were written down but kieran's yeah. i haven't written anything down yet mm-hmm you were an inspiration as I mimicked you for some of Iden's oh, lesser wait, scenes. wait, sorry. This is going to take me <laughs> a hot minute to remember. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, um, that's right. I have an animal companion. Well, unless you do it like, like it. Andrew did with Volus, where he just acted on Theros' initiative. I don't know how Jason's doing it, if he's doing it separate or not. Yeah, I will leave that up to you, Justin. You can either have your animal companion always act on your initiative, or you can roll them separately. 
Uh, if your animal companion ever goes before you, it will have to wait until you give it an order before it can do anything. Uh, and if it acts after you, you can give the order on your turn, and then when it gets to it, it can move. Or you can just lump them together in one initiative. That's fine. I don't really have a preference. Um, whatever's easiest. I think it makes sense to do them together, honestly. Easiest would probably be together. Um, okay. But, yeah. It, it doesn't really much matter to me. Uh, I've been running animal companions for the enemies on the same initiative, so... Okay, so we'll just do it that way, then. That's fine. Okay. Then I'll just have both of you act on the, the 20, then, that you got. You sure you don't want to have them both act on the 3? Well, <laughs> on the 3. Tempting. <laughs> yeah, you act well, together, but you take the animal companions <laughs> initiative. You take the animal companions. You roll twice. You always go with the oh. lesser of the two. You roll Real happy with I, uh, advantage. Got that improved initiative on Hersk. Yeah. <laughs> as we're going to go on the animal. <laughs> okay. So, I left myself a little note here. So the way that this is going to work is um, Kieran and Jessup failed their initial perception checks. Uh, so they will begin combat on the ground still. Um, whereas Gideon succeeded. So he had enough time to stand up, grab his shield, grab his Morningstar. Uh, Hursk obviously was fully aware the entire time. There will be no surprise round. It's I, well, wait, actually, I have it in here. The surprise round is essentially going to be you guys getting up off the ground. So I'm actually going to allow, because there was a little bit of conversation between Hursk and Gideon last session. So uh, Jessup and Kieran, you guys will be stood up, but you will have to take an action to equip yourselves with anything that you need. Um, as you did not make your perception checks. But other than that, we will just go into the first full round of initiative. And first up is Hursk. Can I take a knowledge nature to know what these things are? Are they nature? Are they arcana? So these creatures would be a knowledge arcana. Um, however, I will allow you to make a knowledge geography check with a uh, minus five penalty because they are fairly common in this area. So I'll allow a geography for you. 20. Nice. Okay. So with a 20 and adding in the penalty there, I will say that you can identify what they are, but you don't get any extra information. Okay. These creatures are fairly common to the Hollow Hills. They are new known as boulets. So, boulets. Yeah, I don't know what the... From Fort Trevelet. This armor-plated creature's toothy maw gapes wide as a thin-like dors dorsal plate rises between its shoulders. They're kind of like land sharks in a way. The creation of some unknown arcanist in millennia past, the boule has bred true to become one of the fiercest predators of the hills, bur burrowing rapidly through the earth just beneath the surface sometimes with its armored fin cutting a distinctive wake behind it. The boule launches itself free of the stone and soil to tear into its prey without remorse, giving rise to the common Appalachian land shark. Oh, yeah, so they're literally land. Okay. Um, they are notoriously foul-tempered, attacking far larger creatures with no regard for personal safety. Solitary beasts, except for the occasional mated pair, they spend most of their time patrolling the perimeters of territories that can stretch up to 30 square miles, hunting game and punishing interlopers with the fury that shakes the hillsides. 
They are uh, fairly iconic Pathfinder creatures. They are neutral, huge magical beasts. Can you can you pull up the picture again? I'm uh, going to yeah. find them. Find. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. They have very cool creatures. So, what do you did do? I, did I? Did I? Did you hear me say last session that I cast Mage Armor before I went to bed? Yeah, I did not I hear that. that. No, I heard it. Was it. On, I heard let's it. roll back the tape. I heard it. <laughs> and mirror image right before I woke up. Yep. In my also true. I did not hear any of that. <laughs> Kieran has sleeping magic. Yep, exactly. It's contingency, so that if I'm woken up in the middle of the night, it just goes off. That is yep. a much higher level spell than what you can cast. <laughs> so, Hersk, you've got you have a full round, so you're fully equipped and everything. You are ready for this, and you've got your full round ahead of you that you can do with as you wish. It's a little mm. embarrassing. I forgot to buy arrows, so I don't have those programmed. <laughs> <laughs> I have the gold to afford arrows, and I will definitely put them in after the <laughs> But I'm looking at my sheet, and I'm like. Ah, I forgot the, to buy arrows. See, the arrow he <laughs> shot at that griffin was the last wow. one he had. <laughs> it was the last arrow I had. I haven't been able to go to town yet. This would be an example of where poor DMs would say, not on your sheet. Nope, Sorry. Not on your sheet. Yeah, nope, nope. Uh, you got a melee weapon? Yeah, look. I do. <laughs> you, got, you got a melee weapon? This encounter's going to go a lot different for Hearst than what he thought. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so am I 30 feet from this guy? Yes. And you have dark vision, so you should be able to see. I guess I should ask that. Is is the dynamic lighting working correctly for everyone? Does it look uh, like it's for me? To my my knowledge, yeah. I think it's good. I think it might be a little off to the left, but well, it's it's well. So I have I have an aura coming Uh, off of Gideon because he has light on his shield. So yeah, can I move around a little bit? I thought the same thing. I was yeah. If if he moves like over here, oh, then the fire shows up. Okay, gotcha. That's cool. That is neat. Yeah, isn't that neat? Neato. So, point blade shots on. He's going to take deadly aim at the blue. Okay. And he's going to fire shot. And he misses every shot. Ha! Okay, he does not miss every shot. The 19 will miss, though. But the 25 will hit. Uh, dealing 11 points of piercing damage to blue. Okay, not bad, not bad. And that is your full round action. You can five foot step, and then your beetle can also take its actions if you want it to. Five foot step over here. Here's the thing about beetles. They're really slow. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can charge up to double your movement, but you do take a penalty to AC. So you could okay. get to it. Yeah, uh, and charge. Since it is currently flat-footed, uh, you would not provoke. Provoke, okay. So we'll charge up. And he's going to bite at him. Okay. Your your nineteen was actually very close to hitting its flat footed. Ah, <laughs> very close. Ah. Uh, Fourteen will miss the flat footed creature, even with the plus two from charge. Uh, Sixteen would also miss. Okay. Okay. 
Next up, it is the Boulet's turns. That's not no. good. They, I mean, don't hope you weren't attached to him. <laughs> Actually, let me let me amend that. Um, Jessup, what is your what what is your uh, initiative modifier? Plus seven. Plus seven. Okay, so it is one of the Boulet's turns. Because one rolled a 16, one rolled a 13, which tied for Jessup. So what actually, goes first, the blue lay or the red lay? The blue rolled a 16. <laughs> the blue lay? <laughs> the blue lay or the red lay? So <laughs> the it so the blue boule is going to do a five foot step up here, Uh-oh. but then is going to full attack the beetle that is right next to it. Okay, here comes three attacks. I don't remember what the AC of this thing is, so we'll see if they hit. Um, that is a 22. I don't have it memorized. No, that misses. Oh, okay. Uh, two claws. He can do a lot of damage, but he is a tank. Yep, <laughs> the, the boule lashes out to bite at this uh, beetle, but is not able to crush its hard black carapace. Two claws come out. One is... Yeesh, that's a low roll. A 17. The other one is much better with a 30. The 30 will hit. <laughs> so the beetle will take... That's not a lot. Uh, nine points of damage from the claw. And that'll Ouch. be that boule's turn. Which brings us to Jessup. Jessup, you are standing... But uh, you will have to take a, an action to, like, pick up anything that you don't already have. Okay. Can I still do a um, monster lore? Yeah. Monster lore. So knowledge arcana. Oh, I was gonna do monster lore on the dung beetle. Oh, yeah, that'd be a knowledge nature. <laughs> on my beetle? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 26 on the boule. So I will give you... So you know that they are boule, and I will give you two pieces of information about boule. Uh, sure. Defenses? So their defenses... Nothing nothing super special. Um, they don't have, like, DR or resistances or anything like that. Uh, I'll throw in their highest save is fortitude and their lowest save is will. Can I find out what its AC is? What its AC? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want that, if you specifically want its AC, uh, its yes. AC is 22, a okay. touch of 10, and a flat footed of 20. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess my action was just to stand up and. I can't equip anything, right? Just. Uh, you, have a, you have a standard and a move action. Oh, I thought we were still in the surprise round where I was just Nope, I'm not doing up. any surprise round. I'm just going to hand wave the surprise round as like oh, okay. everybody stood up, basically. So you are standing, and you did a free action to identify them. So you have a standard and a move to pull something out or start a performance or cast a okay. spell, whatever you want. Yeah, so I will standard action, I guess, equip my buckler. Okay. And then I will... Um... Yeah, start the performance. Um, we're going to go... Get old inspire courage. Okay. Yeah, hey, uh, you said your name was Husk, right? We friends? 
Oh, do I reply now? I don't know. Can, I don't know you how can. that works. As long as it's a short reply. Yes. reply. Oh, okay. I'm like, I don't know if I'm talking out of turn if I talk. Uh, I don't. I don't know about friends. I hardly know you guys, but uh, I'm certainly an ally in this fight. All right, we are positively acquaintances. You may have inspired courage. <laughs> yeah. oh, darn decent of you. It, it, it does say ally, so if we were strangers, it would work. Yeah, yeah. He said allies for the fight. <laughs> uh, sure, here. Yeah, free action, uh, load up the uh, modifiers. Oh, amazing sounds provided by Sirenscape. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> grumblings, too. That's not Jessup's tummy. That's right. Yeah, this is actually a boule battle sound set, so... Authentic boule sounds from Ooh. boule that you find in the zoo. <laughs> uh, and Jessup, you can five foot step if you want, or you can stay where you're at. Uh, no, I think I prefer standing in the target of the yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next up, it is the red boule's turn. Oh, red light. The red boule is going to do something known as a leap as it charges at one of you. The question is, which one? The Kira's not a threat. He hasn't even woken up yet. So he's he 45, for all the 45. Oh. Actually, actually, I didn't say this uh, at the beginning, but um, Gideon's asleep. He's, <laughs> he's equidistant from all three of he's you, so... He's emitting bright light in yeah. his butt naked form. I'm gonna yeah. roll. Put on some clothes! <laughs> I'm gonna roll a d6 in the chat. 1, 2, Hursk. 3, 4, Gideon. 5, 6, Kieran. That's gonna be Gideon. Cool. So, as this boule charges towards you, Gideon, right as it gets close, you see it leap into the air. And I have to roll an acrobatics check for this, actually. And miss. Natural 20. I wish that had been on the attack roll. I'm glad you used it then. So it will charge up to you. Actually, it'll charge up to you, get to within its 10-foot reach. And a leap. So a boule can perform a special kind of pounce attack by jumping into combat. When That's a boule good. charges, <laughs> it can make a DC-20 acrobatics check to jump into the air, land next to its enemies... And if it makes the check, it can follow up with four claw attacks, but it cannot make a bite. So, four claw attacks coming at you right now. We've got a 16. Uh, against my new reduced AC, that will hit. Oh, this is going to be good. Oh, no. no, it's not. I might split these up between you. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> That's okay. If he dies, it's I'm fine. rolling really bad, though. So I rolled a natural 4 for a 16, natural 2 for a 14. Misses. Okay. It's going to kill it forever. Uh, natural fine. 9 for a 21. So I'm rolling low, but you've got a low AC. So two hits. Yeah. I'll just do them all on you. Why not? Uh, 22. So three hits on you. Would those all have missed? Because the highest was, what, a 22? They would have all missed. They would have all missed. Yeah. Nice. nice. It wouldn't have, it's all because Hurst didn't help you get changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the consequence of not listening to nobility. There's going to be a lot of damage, though. I'm actually going to roll this in chat rather than rolling it separately. At least wear a loincloth. My Ooh. goodness. <laughs> so that was three, three <laughs> hits. <some> modesty. <laughs> you take 43 oh points of damage as 
three of these claws tear into you, your exposed skin. That's not ideal, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, it's these these, these things hit hard. These things hit very, very hard. <laughs> that that puts me in kill zone. <laughs> Pounce is no joke, and these things yeah. these things hit hard. So yeah, that, that puts me in the kill zone. I'm not even joking. Karen, uh, it is your turn. It's looking really good. No, for you. For now. I want to do a thing, but I feel like everybody's going to get mad at me if I do it. No, just do it. Nobody's going to get well, mad. Who's going to get no, mad at you? No, it's just... So, in my head, I'm thinking of me when I get woken up in the middle of the night abruptly yes, by... I would get mad at you. You're right. Most of the time, <laughs> it's my cat throwing up. And I am pretty tired when it happens, so I'm going to... I'm putting I'm putting fatigued on Kieran for a couple of rounds. Just imagining like this is he's in a deep sleep and all of a sudden he's woken up by like things jumping out of the ground and it's like that moment where you can't get your bearings and he has no idea what's going on. So he's woken up You could what? roll a check to see if you're fatigued. I that's can do that, would, sure. That's what, what I would do. What, what do we want to do? Do we want it to be like a perception check to notice alertness or a constitution check to fortitude. see how... A fortitude, yeah, fortitude. Yeah, What fortitude. should the DC be? Uh, 30. 15. 15? <laughs> I like 15. Make a, make okay. a fortitude save. DC 15. Plus 6. Uh, 19. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, there goes my fun flavor, you guys. <laughs> Maybe you're just... Wrong. No, you did, you did have the good flavor. Kieran woke up. Groggily said, "Not today. Got to fight." Yeah, Sarah, next time you gotta in. say 15 DC for exhaustion. If yeah. you pass, then it's fatigued for one round. Oh. No, no, I see what you're saying, Sarah, but I also see like it could go either way. Like you yeah. could have like an adrenaline rush because you're startled awake and you're very vivid and very lucid in the moment. And you know? for future reference, when I make suggestions like that, you don't have to take them. Just oh, so you that's know. Fine. That's it's fine. it's fine. I like it because I have a plus six, so it wasn't a gimme. Like I had to roll no, no, no pretty good to hit that. So yeah, that um, would have probably hit on a shocking grasp. He he wakes up and he's like, "Guys, I had the strangest dream. I dreamed I was these things were coming out." Okay, never mind. That wasn't a dream. That was real life. And he uh, goes to put on his armor, and then he remembers he doesn't wear armor. Ha ha. Um. I don't know what he's gonna do in this situation. You're conveniently uh, because... out of threatened range. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You, you could cast major armor on that's yourself. That's true. Well, that's not or really on anything. Gideon. That might actually not. That might make me not die. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that, but that's not a bad idea. Um. This is why see. I'm GM. Since we're going to do some rolls and whatnot, um, I'm going to roll a d4, and yeah. odds are he casts Mage Armor on Gideon, and evens are he does something different. Um, evens are he casts Fastidiousness on himself. So <laughs> look good in the morning, you know? So, so evens are he does something different, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. You didn't so, specify what the different thing is, so... Yeah, yeah. I just don't think he would cast it on himself. Um, <clears throat> guess mirror he, image on himself. He could, yeah. He's actually going to guess lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Thought about it. You Thought could just it, die. Actually. Yeah, you yeah, could wow. give up. Wow, wow. 
You just lay down and die. How about a TPK? <laughs> There's a lot of things that I can do. He actually is going to cast... He's going to reach over, grab Gideon's ankle, and I'll cast Blur on you. Ooh, okay. Well, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. And then... So that was my standard action. And my move action. Can I... Can I not stand up, but just, like, roll? You are standing up. Oh, I am? I'm ruling yeah. that you guys are going to start so out So you reached out and oh. grabbed his ankle while standing. I, yeah, I was flavoring it that he was, like, still on the ground. I was going to, like, barrel roll out, but that's fine. I'll I was flavoring that as they were talking prior to the combat, you guys had enough time to just, like, stand up and just figure out what was going on, and then these guys popped up. Oh. All right, well, then I don't touch his ankle because yes, that's do. weird. Nope. I mean, you can nope. still yeah, touch his ankle. That's fine. It's, 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 canon. Yeah. It's, it's done. It's too Karen's late. I'm sorry. Your, yeah. your hairy fetish. leg. He didn't, yeah. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope, yep. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Nope. No, getting definitely. Okay, so I guess I'm already standing. So is that my turn? You, could, I... you have a move. Uh. You could grab your glaive. <laughs> Who would do that? I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'll do that. And you could five foot step that. into range. <laughs> no. Okay. Bottom of round one, we have Gideon. You are blurred. Oh. You have your shield and your morning star, but you do not have your armor, and you are wounded. Yep, five foot step. Uh, swift action will cast divine touch, healing three d six. HP, that's 11 back to me. Alright. Perfectly as, out of range of both. Yep. As he offers uh, a series of prayers. Um, Shaylin, see our beauty. Desna, guide our steps. Iomade, aim our strikes. And Milani, grant us strength. As he casts prayer. Ew. Ooh! A new buff that I wasn't ready for. Yes. Cool. That yes, doesn't he, have a save. No, this does not have a save. It is, uh, so you bring special favor upon yourself and your allies while bringing disfavor to your enemies. You and each of your allies gain a plus one luck bonus on attack rolls, weapon damage rolls, saves, and skill checks, while each of your foes take a minus one penalty on such rolls. No saves. Divine intervention. Right. So what is it that you have as your divine focus again? Is it on your I hand? don't have one. Nope. No, so, you, you do. Uh, it, something, treat, something counts as your divine focus. Uh, yes, but I don't need it. So if there is a divine symbol on my hand, uh, a magical, uh, like, crimson rose from Milani, but uh, an Umdura ignores divine focuses. Doesn't need one. Really? Yep. I did not know that. That's, like, in their spellcasting? Yep, uh, under their spellcasting. Special note, Umduras uh, ignore divine focuses as a requirement and do not need to display one in order to cast divine spells. So huh. that com that combined with my shield master is why he's able to pretty much cast everything with just verbal components. It's kind of weird that that's listed under the Orisons or area, but yeah, okay, yeah, okay. The more you know. Yeah. So you heal up very slightly and you cast prayer, which will affect everybody in the combat, bringing us back to. Yes, Hurst, God, please save me. At the More top like of round two, <laughs> you have prayer and you have uh, you have inspire courage. If anybody needs the uh, thing to prayer, 
There's that. Only problem, DM, remember it's minus one for all of them as well. That's the only annoying yes. part of it. Yep. Effectively a plus two for us. Yes. Which is nice. He's thinking. I'm thinking. I got my thinking face on. This is not an ideal situation, so... No, can't say I'm happy about it. I think it's pretty good. So just... Hurst gonna keep trying to take down the blue one. Okay. And he's gonna rapid shot. I think I have everything on properly. We shall see. Okay. Are you doing deadly aim again? No. Okay, so just rapid shot, no deadly aim. Just rapid shot, no deadly aim. Okay. I don't. I don't want to drop that attack bonus too low. Yep. And I'll you bit. and you think that you have uh, both prayer and inspire courage in there? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yep. Plus point blank shot. So every, everything should be in there. I think. I'll just look real quick. Yep. Go ahead. Don't Ooh. want no filthy cheats. No yeah. cheats. No <laughs> hacks. No okay. hacks. Should be good. Awesome. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh wow. my! Those are big numbers. Yeah. You, you've had two natural nineteens now. Uh, okay, so twenty-three, twenty-three, and thirty-three. All three of those will hit your targets. So blue will take twenty-four plus eight, thirty-two points of damage. Do you have prayer in there? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, those are three arrows that land and uh, find purchase beneath the thick scales of this creature. It is still up. And so then we'll go to Titan. Yep. Bear in mind, uh, I do not believe that he benefits from either prayer or inspire courage. I don't have either pro programmed in for him. Okay. Because I didn't, I didn't think so because he's mindless. Yes. And he doesn't understand the speech of inspiration. Right. I don't know. So. Oh, I That's will cast tongues to speak the, beetle. The vibrations <laughs> of Jessup's voice inspire the beetle to the, be uh, Yeah, the problem with prayer is that it's mind affecting. So yep. that's not going to help him. And the yeah, problem with inspire courage is he has to understand it. So, yep. Verbal components. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Just a straight bite. Get him. Nom, 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 nom. There you go. 25 nice. will hit for another 12 damage. Not bad. You were on like crazy. Yeah. You've done Roll. you've done a solid 55 oh, points wait. of damage to this guy so far. I have a thingy. Wait. A thingy? I have a thingy. What's I have death watch eyes. Ah! What does that ah. mean? You can determine the condition of creatures near death within the spell's range. You instantly know whether each creature... Within the area is dead, fragile, alive and wounded with three or fewer hit points, fighting off death, alive with four or more hit points, healthy, undead, or neither alive nor dead, such as a construct. Okay. You have that at will? Yeah, it's a it's magic a, item. It's, an item. it's a magic item. Ooh, I, I love I you're a slayer. I, you have. I love that item. I, almost, I took it for uh, an assassin I was going to run one day. So this boule is currently fighting off death it is alive and it has more than four hit points left okay it is not healthy but it right. is fighting off death okay okay uh does do either of uh hersker titan move in any way five foot so, step do i know if they can pounce over titan 
Are they able to pounce if something's in their way? It is still a charge. They do still need to have a direct line of sight. Then I'm going to leave leave Titan where he's at then. Okay. That brings us to Blue. <laughs> Don't pounce Blue on me. is going to try to pounce <laughs> at you, but it will provoke it. from Titan. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Whoa, 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 whoa. There we go. So but Titan like, does get an attack of opportunity. I knew he was going to pounce, but I was like, man, if I move him, then Kieran and Jessup are open. All right. I like this, Husk. Aha! Holy cow. 26 will hit, another no, no. 13 damage. Okay. This is, some, this is some beetle, man. Yeah, this beetle's done a 25 points of damage to this guy so far. It's still alive. Oh, no. So it will attempt its acrobatics check. Ooh, yikes. Uh, so it gets a nine acrobatics plus four to jump, so that's a plus 13. It rolled a two for a 15, DC 20. So it only gets to make two of its attacks. It, it did not succeed in its acrobatics check, so it can't make all four. Not that it matters, so it's like it's minus one for prayer too. Yes. Well, two of claws then. Yes. I, I assume it cannot switch to then doing its its bite, but actually no, it it doesn't get pounced at all. I don't think so. Only one attack. Okay. Rolled a twelve on the die. Plus two for charging is fourteen. Plus twelve is twenty six. Minus one is twenty five. Hits. You take. Uh, does prayer do any penalty to damage? Yep, one. Okay, so you take... Instead of 14, you take 13 points of damage. Nice. Not the best round for that one. Uh, failing the acrobatics check kind of sucks a lot, but... It is what it is. Jessup, it is your turn. Uh, Jessup will drop performance, but it shall linger. Like we're fighting elephants from this music. Like, well, they're huge creatures. We're, we're poaching elephants. <laughs> so, uh, Jessup will, um, might as well. Got all my spells. We still haven't fully rested yet, correct? Correct, yes. It okay. is still midnight, pretty much. So, I think. Sorry, Kieran. I'm going to cast um, Haste on Gideon, so just Hursk right. and the Beetle yep. would get it. Correct. Yep. What do we get? Haste? Haste. Haste. What's that all about? I will link that for you, good Dwarven Sir. Sorry, Haste. I have none of these programmed on here. No, that's fine. Yeah. That's so all right. I'd... Appreciate you tanking for me. Yeah, it's basically plus one to AC, plus one to reflex saves, plus one to attack rolls, and you get one additional attack it, each round. I don't that think you're... it's. Is it an increase to attack rolls? Yeah, plus one to your attack, I believe. Mm hmm. 
Or I should just link haste. That's a smarter idea, wouldn't it be? <laughs> Got a gaster in my. There is what you need to type in to yeah, get everything. Yeah, your speed goes up by 20 because you have a 20 foot speed normally. This would also apply to Titan. Um, actually, yeah, because it is a. Attack rolls, you're you. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> Why did I doubt you? Yeah, it's a transportation spell, so this would affect Titan. So yep. he would get the boost to speed, plus one to attack, plus one dodge to AC, plus one to reflex saves as well. Yep. Kieran, I would have helped you, but you didn't pull out your glaive, so I... I said I have it. Oh, okay, my bad. Hmm. If yeah, only he you had five-foot-stepped, Kieran, you could have you done it if you five-foot-stepped. Or actually, no, if you had just stayed where you were at, you could have had it. So um, he will cast haste, and he will um, he drop performance. So that still will linger for two rounds, and then Jessup will move. Up behind the beetle. Okay. Hey there, friend. Don't bite me. The beetle. I'm not gonna RP the beetle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, do I have? <laughs> do you have animal uh, I do not have a uh, handle animal, though. Shame. Oh, well. The beetle bites you. <laughs> Darn. The beetle bites you. <laughs> um, okay. Moving on to Red Boulet. Red Boulet is going to five foot step. I kind of wanted to attack Kieran, but he's still just out of range. I, and I can't charge. Well, that's 10 you. feet. I can charge. I'm going to charge. See if we can get another acrobatics check off on this one or if we'll fail it again. So this one also has the minus one, so it's a total plus 12 on the roll. DC 20. Of course. Natural one. So... He fails his leap and only does the Yay. one attack. But the attack roll will be a natural 20 to hit. I actually prefer the natural 20 on the attack roll than I do to the uh, acrobatics check. To confirm... You cast mirror image, didn't you? That is a 25 to confirm his critical hit on Kieran. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. you are going to take, luckily it is only a times, let me just make sure it's a times two and not a times three. Yeah, it's times two. 19 to 20, okay. but it's a times two. Who got hit with the crit? Kieran. Oh, so that's not ideal. I'll roll this one in chat too, rather than rolling a bunch of dice. You take 41 points of damage as this creature opens its massive jaw, clamps down on you, and its teeth just leave dozens of bite marks all across your chest. My bare chest. Your bare <laughs> chest. Oh, did he puncture the washboard abs? Yeah. There's <laughs> blood no. everywhere. That'll leave a cool scar. We're nine points away from massive damage rules if we were using them in that in that way. I don't like that. Yeah. Kieran, it is also now your turn. Oi. This is not great. Um, could be worse. It could be. It could be. 
Oh dear, do I do that or do I do the other thing? You cast invisibility and run away. <laughs> you join Frampton as the big <laughs> black dome is running away. From the I, I cast expeditious <laughs> retreat and I'm Are getting out of here. <laughs> um, I am in a bad spot. So I'm going to... You're fine. Five foot step back. And we'll go on the offensive with a lightning bolt. Okay. So this will be a reflex save. On red? DC 17. Correct. Okay. Red lay. Red lay? Red lay. Red lay. Probably would have been... Red lay. I probably could have gotten you down if I had succeeded on that leap. Probably. Okay. Reflex save is middling. Plus eight. Rolled a natural 17. That is a 25. I think you're fudging dice over there. I'm not. So 30. So half of 31. Yeah. Because that plus three is from Inspire Courage. Yeah. So give yourself 15. Actually, that plus three must be Inspire Courage and Prayer. Yeah. 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 I was about to say, my Inspire is only giving me two. So 15. Not doing well as Bard. 15 points of damage to that one. Okay. That's the first that it has been hit. But uh, you see this. Uh, even though it is highly scaled, you do see that the lightning bolt leaves enough of a burn mark that some of the flesh is exposed. Can I do a knowledge arcana? Yeah. A 23. Okay. Uh, with that, you'll get one extra piece of information. What do you want So what do we know? We know it's AC. You know it's AC. You know roughly what its saves are. What was Does it have AC? any vulnerabilities? 22 AC. Uh, it did not. That was one of the ones that I... I mentioned because it didn't have any, like, defenses. What's its speed? It has a 40-foot movement speed, but a 20-foot burrow. Okay. All right, cool. Okay. That's your turn? Yep, that's my turn. Back to you, Gideon. Uh, you know, classic Divine Touch 3d6. Okay. How many of those do you still have today? Action... Uh, quite a few, because I didn't use any yesterday. I have got, after that one, four left. You did use one yesterday, at least one. I used two, and then I just used two again. Okay. I have eight total. Okay. I think. Maybe is seven that, total. Is that basically lay on hands? Yes. Yeah, it's lay on hands. But it's kind of capped at 3d6 for him. Yeah. Um, I love how we went yep. from, I didn't use any yesterday, to, I used two yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> As in, I didn't use enough that I don't have it. Is right. What I meant. Okay. It's like, DM, I have 15 of these a day. Actually, wait, no. If I look again, it's actually seven. <laughs> Semantics. So you heal another um, 14. Okay. Yep. And then we are going to cast a level two offensive spell on blue. Okay. Assuming this works. You will have to cast defensively or risk provoking. Um, and casting defensively. Casting defensively is a concentration check or a... Yes, it is DC 15 plus double the spell level to cast defensively. Uh, if you fail, you just lose the spell. So you expend the spell, but you do not provoke. Yep. I will go ahead and roll my concentration. What is the spell? So we know the Bone DC shaker. first. Okay, so that's Bone a shaker, first level, level spell? Two. Second level spell. Level so two. DC so 19. And it nine, is... is it, you said 10 f- plus? F- 15 plus double your spell level. 15 plus And it double. is your that's concentration... Fine. So yep. your so caster need... level plus your whatever your casting stat is, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not gonna do it. 
it's a natural three. Natural three. So oh, that expends the spell. You go to uh, cast it, but uh, as it uh, lashes out at you, it breaks your concentration. Yeah, and we'll... Um... I'm hasted now, right? Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, there is nowhere for you to move without provoking. Yeah. You're not wearing armor. You're pretty acrobatic, yeah, aren't maybe you? She's total defense. You've got blur. You'll live forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's no so displacement, that, but. So that consume. I'm just gonna five foot step there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's really not ideal. Okay. Really. Top of round three. We're back to Hursk. Hursk? Gonna cast a spell. Ew. Are you going to five foot step back and then cast it, or are you gonna cast defensively? Of course. Okay. Don't be ridiculous. He's gonna cast a spell. Uh, he is going to cast Hold Animal. Okay. Oh. Um. Just so you know, Magical these are beast. not animals, but I'll read the spell. Oh, just that's to see. right. That's right. You're I right. don't think hold animal think works on work. magical beasts. Yeah. But... Forgot they were magical beasts. They were beasties. Yeah, there's yeah. one animal, so that animal. would not affect them. Well, that's no fun. You can still cast it, though. Just mm-hmm. to make Jason mad, sickening, in, sickening entanglement. <laughs> I think you'd make hold... other people more mad than me. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I don't think Jason would be mad at that. You think? Uh, do you need hold monster to hold? Yes. Magical beast. Old Does that is that in the hunter spellbook? Ever? No. No. <laughs> Anything about hunters? Or druids get it. <laughs> uh, druids get it. No, then it's they in don't. The hunter. Oh, druids don't. Druids don't get it. <laughs> Sorry. Do they or don't they? Do they or don't they? Isn't that a really high level? Yeah, hold yeah. monster is a fourth level spell, so it's not actually oh, that bad. It's not, not as high as I thought. So well, it's a my... fifth level wizard spell. Mm-hmm. With my death watch eyes on blue, is he still? He's still above four hit points. Yeah. Fudge. He's taking a lot of damage, but uh, he's above four. Can I let Titan go first? Sure. All right, Titan's gonna go first. Then he'll five foot step up. Okay. Take a bite. 18 uh, is going to miss. Bug. Well, ah, uh, bugs. You darn beetle. Um, Ebner Calhoun came out there. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a little bit of Southern. A little bit. Not quite as Abner Calhoun, but a little bit. Um, all right, we're just going to take some rapid shots. Okay. Deadly aim. That blue. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. You know what? Why not? We're going to deadly aim. Okay. Don't forget your hasted attack, too. Yep. Hasted. Yeah, how do I do Luck that? Bonus. Uh, uh, you'll just have to click you'll your... You'll have um, to click the... You just click again. your highest attack bonus again. Okay. So here's the first ones. Wow. Okay, that'll do it. So 
Main attack is a natural 20, so a 33, for a 20 to confirm. Um, and this creature did charge last turn, which oh, means yeah. its AC does go down from 22 to 20. 20, that's right, because he yes. charged. Which that's means right. your first attack does critical oh, for 44 points of damage. It had 16 hit points left. Uh, <laughs> how's it feel, Justin? Isn't it fun? It is fun. It is enjoyable. <laughs> and then you can redirect all your other arrows to the red guy. Yep. So the other right. two attacks going towards red. Uh, the 19 will miss. The 22 will hit. And you have Are a hasted attack. Y'all done making fun of Aiden and his DPSness? <laughs> and then one more attack. 31 oh. will oh. hit. Oh. So you've had two 19s, one 18, one 20. Yes. You've been rolling yes. very well for this. Rocks, bro! Just Hacks! I think Justin's giving us really high expectations for this character. That's beautiful. <laughs> Come on, let's see that damage, though. Yep, you can just click the damage and it'll... Okay. Oof, look at that crit <laughs> damage, though. That crit damage! Holy cow! Another 15, okay. 15. Oh it's my. still up. Gosh. We bring us back to Jessup. Uh, inspire courage. We'll linger one more round. Um, ah, Kieran, uh, you ain't looking so good here. That's rude. Good touch. Oh, wow. oh. he deals twenty-eight oh, points wow. of damage. That's, wow. that's oh, ah, oh, crap! I thought that was inflict serious. Oh, Kieran's dead. Which is oh, precisely the amount you <laughs> needed to go to zero. Yeah, that's that's the good touch right there. Holy cow! <laughs> I do we'll not accept this healing. <laughs> JK, JK. I don't want it. The Jessupal, uh, don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. He'll scurry back behind the beetle. Protect me there. <laughs> okay. You hide behind the massive beetle. Again, I will reiterate, it is about your size. It is a medium-sized beetle. All you I get just it. see is the it's beetle, beetle. And you see round Jessup behind it. That brings us to Red. Red yes. is really ticked off at the archer. Oh, come on. Why would you do that? One, because the archer just killed his mated pair, and uh, two, because the archer shot him. Oh, mated pair. That'll do it. <laughs> so That'll do it. That'll yeah. do it. We're going to do another charge. See if we can get Doesn't an acrobatics this time. Oh, where, where, where did it start, that charge? Like down here? I just wasn't sure if it has to go there first, technically. I oh. I just put him someplace because that doesn't matter. But if that makes you feel better, I no, it's just there. that it's it's always the shortest distance for yeah, charge. Yeah, I just that's why because there's it's just that it it has like a bunch of squares that it's in, so yeah, it can I occupy understand. any of the shortest Ale. squares even by moving weirdly. So Ale. I just moved him there because whatever. Ale. Acrobatics Just, check. I'm glad you brought this character in. Fail. I'm excited to see your new character next week. Yeah. Fail! That is going to be, with the minus one from prayer, a 21 on its acrobatics check, no! which succeeds. It made it! No! I'm 50-50 so far. This is going to hurt. It gets four claws. Were, uh, it does still have to roll to right? hit. It does still have to roll to hit. So. Your armor. You have your armor on. So I do have my armor on. Yep. I'm not naked. First claw. Yeah. Is a 26 to hit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Second claw. 
That was a 31 to hit. Yeah. Third claw. 24 to hit. Yes. And final oh, no. claw. Uh, 19. No. Okay. It's gonna hurt. You are gonna take quite a bit of damage. It's gonna hurt. I'll roll it in the chat again because there's a lot of dice to roll. Titan, save me! <laughs> 39 points of damage Ooh. as three claws. That could have been worse. That could have been far been worse. worse. That could have yeah. been way worse. I mean, it kind of came out to average though, because see, it's yeah, it's, it's kind of close. There. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, 39 points of damage as this creature tears into you. Ouch. Uh, that brings oh. us to Kieran. All right, Kieran will. He feels much better now. Thank you, Jessup. Um, we'll move. To I looked up. And I'm like, where the heck, Jessup? Go. Oh, that's right. I pushed out and ran behind the beetle. Can you <laughs> yeah. get to that square without provoking? Well, I wanted to control Z because where was I here? Yes. Yes. Because it does currently threaten all of these squares. Like here, like that. That would provoke. Because it threatens this square right here. But so do I. With my yeah. yes, yeah, you so both threaten. Yeah, there. you could stop there. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, but so I don't get flanked because what's his face doesn't have a melee weapon. Correct. correct? Yes, okay. you are not flanking. <laughs> For old times' sakes. Hey, we haven't even met yet. I just woke up. <laughs> okay. Drink some I'm... more wine, wino. I don't even. <laughs> this just lightning bolt. You. Lightning <laughs> bolt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Hearst would have wanted. I don't know you. You just showed up with these things for all I know. You brought them here and they're your, your pets. So, lightning I don't bolt! Hunt 12 arrows into one. <laughs> yeah, right, I hunt my pets for sport too. Yeah, yeah, That's what I do. That's the best way to do it. I will glaive this guy with. Okay. Roll to hit. 26, 26. will hit. 12. I'll glaive him with my glaive. My glaive. <laughs> Go at me! Have it on, then! Yep. <laughs> to glaive. Yep, you glaive him with your glaive. Uh, glaive or not to glaive? That still is the up. question. Which brings us to Gideon. Yeah, alright, come on. Divine touch. Don't are get gonna, mad. Are you gonna do anything, Gideon? Shut up. <laughs> Charge him. Oh. He starts putting in his arm. Charge him. <laughs> I'll join you in four minutes! Hey, we're gonna do bone figure again, because... This actually... Ooh, this actually might be good, depending on what happens okay. here. So I need a fortitude save. So, standard action, medium range, one living creature. Yep. So by using bone fetish like a marionette, you... Ooh, you have a bone fetish? No. Doing <laughs> a not... necromancy spell, you, you filthy skeleton. righteous man. A living Great. creature takes 3d6 points of damage plus one additional point per two caster levels you have. So yep. 76, which yep. is correct in your rolls there. You'd have to reduce yep. it by three because it's not Inspire Courage or Prayer. But So prayer 27 damage. It. Inspire Courage, not, because Prayer um, is all damage, I think. Are you... Uh, double check. Yeah, double, double check, check that. that. Um... In addition, you no, move the target five feet. Spin damage rolls on prayer. So a successful saving throw halves the damage and negates the movement. Okay. Fortitude is this thing's best thing. It's got a plus 11 fortitude, so... Failing it would be really nice, though, because it'll set her up pretty well. That's a 10 for a 21. Okay, so it just takes half of 27. So it will take 
uh, 13 points of damage. Yep. Do you want to move it? I can't. If, if I oh, could no. move it, that would have been... That's why I tried to do it again, else I would have just moved and attacked twice. But if I could have moved it five feet back, you could have gotten your full round attack without provoking. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. that does bring it's us a saver. to... Hursk. Yeah. Unless you want to move. Suck. I'm going to move. It was a saver suck, but I figured it was it was worth uh, giving it a shot. Well, it's not a saver suck because you still do damage. Yeah, it's it's a it's a save and still not bad on a fail. That's more accurate. Um, let's circle round. My movement speed is forty now. Yes, and you are not in a threatened range, so you can go wherever you want. After Gideon moves, it will be back up to Hursk and Titan. We're gonna do Titan first. Okay. Oh, how is he going to get in range? By provoking, presumably. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do that. He's got plenty of hit points. He'll be fine. Sure, he'll be fine. He'll provoke. That is probably going to hit 27, because it's the minus one, so 27. Yes. Okay. So he will take... Okay. Uh, 19 points of damage from the bite of this creature. They hit hard. So aggressive. But uh, he moves up into position and he can uh, he can do what he's back. doing. Yeah, go for it. Nom 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 nom. A 19 uh, yeah. will not hit even with the penalty for charging. Ah, nets. <laughs> Nits. Nits. Um, can... Is that thing able to provoke again? If it has combat reflexes. No, if it has combat reflexes, then it could potentially make multiple attacks of opportunity, but none of you asked if it had combat reflexes. You know it can make a lot of attacks, but you don't know if it can do them out of turn. He's giddy. He's so happy right now. Right? Do you want to risk it? Um, Just so you're aware, as you're thinking about this, every ranged attack you make will provoke. If it has combat reflexes, it can provoke on every ranged attack you make. No, I want to cast a spell. Okay, you can cast defensively to try not to provoke. But then if I fail, I lose it. Yes. I don't like that. At least you can gamble if it has one attack of opportunity left over. Yeah, but you will not... um, you will not provoke even if you fail to cast defensively. He'll just lose the spell, that's all. Okay. So he'll try and conv- cast defensively. Okay. Uh, to level... Let me make sure I got this right. Yeah, it's 15. It's level 3 spell. So it would be DC 21. DC 21? Yes. Concentration check. Yep. So your caster level plus your spellcasting ability modifier, I think for you that gives you like a plus 10? It shows 8 on eight. my screen, but maybe I have something in wrong? Um, let me it should check. be your caster plus your ability. Did you... um? Oh, I don't do have your... any extra intelligence. Uh, it shouldn't be your intelligence. Do you have your caster level oh. set to your current character level? Yeah. Do you have your casting stat set to the correct casting stat? 
I have it in intelligence, so maybe so it should be wisdom. Wisdom. wisdom? Yeah. Hunters, hunters should be using wisdom. Okay. There you go. There so we go. That now should bring 10. you to ten. Okay. I could have done that on your cheat, but it was—it's just not loading for me for some reason. So. Oof. Woo. That's big. That's big blood. Twenty-six. Oof. Okay. You cast defensively whatever this spell is. Uh, cure moderate wounds. Oh. Okay. Uh, you cast that on the boule. <laughs> yes, clearly. Yeah. So that's okay. a 2d8 plus one? 2d8 right? plus your caster. Well, 2d8. For now, it will be 2d8 plus eight. Plus eight. Because your caster level is eight. It what caps is that? out at ten. Cure mod. Huh? Cure mod. Oh. Why? I thought it it's capped at five. Oh, uh, that's Cure Light. Cure Light caps at 5, Cure Mod cure is light. at 10, Cure Serious is 15, Cure oh, Critical okay. is 20. For some reason I thought Cure Light was 3, Cure Mod was 5. That's why I don't play nope. a healer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nearly max there. 23 points a hit. Wow! I only back. take damage, I don't heal it. <laughs> I only take damage. <laughs> what is that, a flex? Do I still have a 5 foot <laughs> movement or no? Yeah, you can still 5 foot set. Jessup, you will be next. Is it a move action to drop a weapon and draw a weapon? A uh, free action to drop a weapon, move action to draw a weapon. Would I be able to do that this round? Do I still have the action yeah. economy for that? Yeah, you haven't moved or anything, so yeah. Alright, so Hurst will drop his longbow. Falls into and... a pit. That's really unfortunate. There was that thing, that thing cost me a little bit of money. That's not great. Um, and he'll right pull there. his dwarven war axe out. That'll okay. be his turn. You could still five foot step if you wanted to try to set up flanking for your beetle. No, I'm gonna keep it for Karen. Okay. Uh, that will bring us to Jessup. Uh, I believe your lingering will have run out by now. It would, but uh, I'm just gonna restart it. Okay. <laughs> Take that, GM. Yeah, yeah, GM. Aha! Aha! You thought you had me, but you didn't. <laughs> Master of this game. I was simply reminding him. You can't out bard a bard. <laughs> you didn't thought you were mean cool. Anything, we're but... gonna speed run Emerald Spire. Yeah, you can't bard a bard, but you can glaive a glaive. I will run over this way. Yeah. We know the rules. <laughs> and so do I. Okay. Have the fire protect me. Alright, so, so uh, come on guys, you keep it up. One down, one to go. Okay. That brings us to the boulet. The oh. boulet heavily wounded and now alone and outnumbered is going to withdraw into the ground. You coward. As it disappears and you can uh. see a fin just above the surface of the ground, kind of like waving like serpentine as it digs its way down into the distance and into the darkness with its 80 foot withdraw speed I was going to do something cool Kieran casts Expeditious Retreat and just takes off after <laughs> uh, you can if you want to <laughs> he grabs out of the fin he starts riding it like a bull everybody hop on hop on Titan we'll ride him on the he becomes a, like a sand rider <laughs> the, dude, yeah. the, dude, the worm riders <laughs> 
But uh, with that, the other boule runs away, wounded, trying to hold on to its life. And you are left left in solitude, uh, midnight in the hollow hills, at the edge of the hollow hills. Uh, The light of uh, Gideon's shield remains, and the campfire there. You look around, you do not see Frampton, but you do have this new dwarven fellow. What do you do? Uh, Jessup will cast uh, Dancing Ah! Lights in the vicinity of the uh, new dwarf. Okay. Frampton, did he wander off to use the bathroom or something? I didn't see him in the fight. He is kind of hard to see in the dark, though. Frampton, are you here? Frampton, are you alright? You see where Frampton's uh, bed was you see a little note um and justin you can correct me but i believe he left a note and the ring that gideon gave him yes and his belt of dexterity (laughs) (laughs) he forgot he forgot to put it on this this night before he left yes yes he left the ring that gideon had given him and he had a little note okay so you do see a note where his bed was. Um, Kieran will walk over and pick it up. Okay, you pick up the note, and it's a trap. You it see, explodes. you see that it is written in uh, Frampton's blood, Frampton's <laughs> handwriting, uh, the distinct Multhuni oh. script, and it <laughs> says, "It says, screw you, I'm out." <laughs> Signed with a big M. <laughs> No, uh, Justin, what does the uh, note I'll say? Forever. <clears throat> Why? Hello. Why? <laughs> Hello, companions, and more importantly, friends. I've enjoyed the weeks together. We've, well, at least Jessup and Kieran. I don't really know you, Gideon, but you seemed like a good chap. What a wild few weeks it's been. We've experienced so much in so little time. Like fighting a dragon. Not something this old man thought would be a feat in his life. But the battle at two forts and the fight with the dragon and being turned into a bloody statue, I've decided to depart towards Last Wall. The urban scene is more my style. Sorry to slink off in the night, but it's my natural habitat. It all feels a a bit above this simple thief's capacity. Fighting for the freedom of a nation, it all seems so large. I wish you all the very best in your mission and hope fortune always finds you. With all love, Frampton Burnbridges. P.S. I hope you all get attacked in the night when I leave. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> if you ever see again, please don't mention that. Like, you almost let us die. And a crude drawing of him doing the worm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? There's a, a small drawing. It's like an instruction I get, manual. I can see Frampton does one of those, like, picture books where you just flip through and you get to see his character doing the worm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, flip book. Oh. Well, that's... I don't know if that's... A surprise, really. Uh, but good on him, you know? Yeah. He was always kind of a very polite, wonderful, mildly sketchy fellow. I just hope he knows what he's getting himself into out there by himself. I'm not sure we knew what we were going to be getting into over here. Well, I guess we get to thank uh, you, uh, Hursk, I think. And uh, you're a beetle? Yeah, my my name's Hursk. Uh... This this is in fact my beetle. I've I've named him Titan. Found him in the hills here. He's a 
a uh, sturdy companion. He's he's been a, a close friend in in my isolation out here. Uh, yeah, I apologize for that. I I didn't lead them here. I just I was settling down for the night and just happened to notice them. I uh, uh, felt the the tremors of the earth and realized what was going on. I tried to get here faster, but I didn't want to alert them and have to fight them by myself. I'm glad everyone made it out okay. Oh, hold on, back up for just a second. You said the the beetles, your friend. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, the beetles, my friend. I'm a, I'm a hunter of some infamy, and uh, I, I needed a companion out here to help me survive the wilds. And uh, I found this beetle as a, a larvae, and I raised him, and now he fights next to me and listens to me chatter on. That is the biggest beetle I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Jessup it's... turns to Kieran. And... Oh, you think that's weird? We met a cougar who had a cougar for a sister. <laughs> well, I accurate, but I mean, look at it. The beetle's about the same size as the dwarf is. Since uh, Jessup's familiar with the area, I don't know, can I get uh, like a knowledge lore on that beetle? On that specific beetle? Or you mean or the just type of beetle? Type of beetle, sure. Okay. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if you're gonna have that exact beetle. No, no, not his. I, I mean, I guess just kind of like information on it for the area. You could roll a knowledge uh, nature on the beetle. You could, you could even roll a knowledge local to see if you recognize Hersk, uh, his name. Yeah, sure. I'll roll a local. We'll Ooh, I want to roll a local too. Or uh, I'm only giving this Hursk. to Jessup because he's Crap. from Aww. the Hollow Hills. Bummer. Maybe I'll uh, allow it for you, uh, Karen, I've but it's going to be a things. much higher DC. I've read things. There are clearly reports about Hursk the Hunter. Watch <laughs> this. Oh. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is that in my head, I was like, for Kieran to know it, it would be a plus 10 to the DC, which puts you at exactly the same as Jessup, which means that <laughs> you've barely heard rumors. Yeah, I, I, honestly, like, it's a joke. I don't think you would know. But, Just uh, wasted a natural twenty. Yeah, Jessup, you you have heard like you've heard a rumor before of some dwarf that tends to like wander around, and the only reason that you know the rumor is because you heard that he walks around with a giant beetle like equal to his size, and you're like, that's absurd. And that's <laughs> literally the only thing that you've ever heard. But you're kind of like, oh, hey, <laughs> I know that. Heard of you? <laughs> heard of you? I've heard of you. But that's literally it. Oh, well, uh, can't call myself, uh, you know, as good of a bard, but uh, I have had, uh, heard stories of you and your friend here. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure it's nothing good. Um, hopefully it wasn't too bad, whatever the stories were. Um, yeah, um, no, uh, I'm not related to this. I, I heard the bit about the cougar. I'm, I'm not related to the beetle. We, we both have pretty thick skin, but, uh, we're not blood related or anything. I, Oh, there. Uh, long story. Oh, okay. Uh, so what are you doing here? Oh well, I I I work doing odd jobs for some of the towns in in the Hollow Hills. I uh, generally I take on jobs where I uh, I hunt you know creatures. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm a I'm a hunter by trade, so I you know I I kill giant insects and you know try and. Try and make the lives of these people easier. Maybe that's how you heard about me. I, I don't know. Do you do you just you don't live in any specific place? You're just kind of wander about. Are you oh, from I, an area in here? Oh, I am from I am from Nermathis. I'm I'm from Skelt. 
I don't know if you know Skelt. You never heard of Skelt? I've heard the name. Yeah, yeah, it's it's mostly a dwarven dwarven town. It's uh it's uh it's it's pretty good distance from here. But that that is where I'm from. Yeah, Jessup, uh, you uh like you wouldn't even need to roll. Like you know about Skelt. Everyone who lives remotely close to Longshadow knows about Skelt. Longshadow views Skelt as like their biggest like manufacturing rival. Uh it's a pretty one-way rivalry. Um but yeah, you've heard about Skelt. It's a big oh. manufacturer. I'm from uh, Longshadow myself. That's actually uh the direction that we're heading in. Oh yeah, they're they're Oh, you're headed you're headed to Longshadow. That's what? the plan. Oh, where, where did you guys come from? The forest. Okay, very ominous, but all right. Anywhere Phew. specifically in... Um, actually, I'm uh, a ranger from uh, the the woods here, and uh, we came from one of the forts, and uh, we're actually on our way to Longshadow. Um, you, by chance, haven't uh, seen any of the, the Iron Fang Legion, by chance, if you know who they are? So at that mention, Hersk's face will get real dark, and uh, I'm... I'm quite familiar with the, the Iron Fang Legion. Uh, I've dealt with them in the past. Um, actually, now that you mention it, there was a uh, caravan n- not far from here, a couple hills over, uh, that looks like it had been raided. Um, it did have a dead hobgoblin with the insignia of the Iron Fang Legion on its body. Um, are they becoming more active again? You could say that. Unfortunately, very it, much but, so. Oh. Yeah, so I guess Joseph will just kind of go through, not like total details like he probably did with Gideon, but more just about the uh, Legion attacking Feindar. You know, we went to the forts, and then now we're here in the the where they're supposedly here in the uh, Hollow Hills and up and around Fangwood. What I miss? Both well, they uh, uh, they're not a they're not a good group of uh, creatures. So. Uh... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It looked like the caravan was coming from uh, Red Redboro. Um, and I, I don't. I know you guys are on your way to, to Long Shadow, but it might be prudent to, to check out Redboro and make sure those people are okay. If you're if you're willing, um, I'm a bit of an outsider around these parts, but you know I do care about people, and uh, if it's against the Legion, I'm more than willing to help. That was one of the places we were quests to go to, right? Uh, you were specifically requested to go to Radia's Hollow. Um, a handful of the people that you met in the forest had fled Redboro. Um, so you've actually you've met people that fled from Ekru, Redboro, and Radia's Hollow. But you were specifically asked to check on Radia's Hollow. Redboro, is that where the deer-eating people were from? The deer? With Naspen, Jarth. Right, yes. Some of them were from Redboro. Some okay. of, so Naspen Jarth and a, a, most of the people in that group were from Ekru. Uh, a handful joined them in uh, out of Redboro. Um, yeah. Hersk, have you have you been to Longshadow lately? No, no, I've been in the hills for for probably about a fortnight. Um, I've I've been out here hunting various uh, groups of insects and you know just trying to earn some bounties. Um, I, I haven't I haven't been back in a while, no. Well, we have reason to believe that 
Long Shadow may just well be one of the last few standing settlements that haven't been taken over by the Legion. We're actually on our way there to try to hopefully warn them before anything happens, but we, uh, we saw a map from the Legion that details a bit of their expansion, and it seems to go very far north, up and around, and Long Shadow seems to be one of the few places that has not yet been affected. Oh, that's grave news indeed. Um, are, are you all rangers? I'm familiar with the rangers. They're a, a force of good in this area, but uh, are, are you all rangers? Gideon looks to Jessup to determine if he's a ranger or not. <laughs> Jessup kind of like looks down at his feet for a minute, quiet. And, uh, yeah, no, just uh, just me here. Yes, it is just Jessup. Uh, I'm a former knight of Ozum. Gideon Everstand. He'll extend his hand. I'm a bit of a wanderer from Absalom myself. Stumbled upon a bad time here in Nermathus. I would say so. Picked a terrible time. Yeah, Yeah. he he tricks me. Y'all got baited! I pulled a Brandon. Yeah. I yes, literally you're... started trying to, like, feed off of your energy, and I was like, why is he smiling? so <laughs> happy to play her. Weird. weird. It's like, weird. I, don't, I don't understand. It doesn't match the scene at all. I don't, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's like, I don't know how to yes and this. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I guess, I mean, we gotta get the long shadow pretty quick, but, um, yeah, I guess we can, if it's not too far, we can check out that caravan in the, uh, the morning. Yeah, so, so the told those dwarves we were going to go to Radius Hollow, so we'll have to. I don't know the layout, the train all that well. I don't know if it's faster to go to Redborough and then Radius Hollow, but you would know. Uh, Jessup and Hersk would know that if you guys go to Red uh, to Radius Hollow, Redborough is more or less like if you were to draw a straight line from Radius Hollow to Longshadow, Redborough is like more or less on that line. So, so I'm on the way. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know a lot about what's going on. It's great to meet you guys. We've already uh, kind of fought together here. Uh, if you don't mind, maybe I can join up with you for a little while. And, you know, safety in numbers, uh, if, you, if you don't mind traveling with me, that, that is. Well, as long as you bathe regularly and, and don't, you know, have weird fetishes, then find my book. Well, you know, I, I try to bathe at least once every month, and, uh, you know, unless you consider my beetle a weird a weird fetish, but I don't really have any fetish stuff with the beetle. I mean, does your, does your, does your, be- does your beetle, is your beetle nocturnal, or does it, does it sleep during the day? Does it sleep at night? It's a beetle, so it sleeps, it sleeps at night, like, like me. Um, you know, I, I don't know if that's its natural habitat. Like I said, I found it as a baby, um... You know, I, I raised it, uh, so it's it's just kind of used to my my habits. All right, I just, you know, I'm not gonna lie; it kind of creeps me out just a bit. Uh, I'm not a fan of bugs in general, and to see one that is about the size of a, a small human is a bit unnerving. Uh, so, you know, bear with me; it'll take a little bit to get used to that. But uh, if the rest of you don't mind, uh, it is very late. And I am very tired, and 
Maybe it would be better to continue this conversation in the morning. All that's good, but correction, it's the size of a normal-sized human. Bigger than Hursk. <laughs> um, it's medium-sized, um, so... So, uh, before we, I guess, uh, get some little shut-eye, anybody else need some uh, healing? Some good touches? Hursk, you got healed to full by Gideon. Oh, I did? Oh, yeah. okay. He divined touched you when he introduced himself. It's a bit forward for somebody you just met, Gideon. You can't just divinely okay. touch a new yeah, person. Whatever. Was there consent grabber. on that? Did you ask touch? him if you could divinely touch him? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Gideon, Gideon like said no be... weird fetishes. You can't like go be... and divine touch oh, people. Also, listen, Gideon, I understand you may have your personal preferences and whatnot, but when we're out here, you know, traveling and camping, can you at least sleep with, you know, pants on? No, he's fully clothed! Nope, nope. Head cannon is that he sleeps stark naked. I mean, we're all men here, so it's fine. It's not anything that we haven't all seen, but, you know, just for your own safety. I refuse. He's I'm so not going to play this. He's so he mad. He's clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm going to sleep a... I think Kieran took the first watch, right? This was on Frampton's yes, watch. On Frampton. so like Probably. The early morning I, hours. Honestly, other than Frampton's watch, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. All right. Well, Kieran's going to go back to sleep. Uh, yeah. Before we just... go to sleep, Gideon's going to grab the ring that uh, Frampton left behind. Okay. And he'll go over to Hursk before he retires for the night. I can't speak for the others. Um, but he goes to hand you the ring. Um, but it seems... Fate has brought you here. I believe we are well met. And then he'll explain that if you wear the ring, he can cast shield other on you. And he will carry your burdens, is how he'll phrase it. <laughs> Very decent of you. Uh, I guess I'll put it on then. Mm. Joseph kind of shakes his head and thinks to himself... He's already given good touches and proposing to somebody else now. <laughs> we just met yeah, him. See, Justin, it doesn't matter which character you bring in... Josh is going to propose to it regardless. I think there's a common factor here. Don't you understand that I'm also in melee? I also take damage. Listen, I'm I'm flattered, okay? This guy is in range. He's probably ever going to get hit. Guys, I've got to get another ring. He has it more than once. As soon as we get to Longshadow, he'll get another ring. (laughs) Longshadow has been raised to the ground, so... Good it's luck fine. fighting. No, it's fine. I'll be able to fight a rate. did Jason was... tell us that if it got raised to the ground or captured, that this is basically over? Yeah. It's not basically it's over. It's just really, really, really bad. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I guess I think Kieran, I, I healed you nine if you didn't see that before you. Oh, Danka. Or I just walked over and could touch you when you were sleeping. Oh. That's weird. That's weird. Okay. Oh, okay, it's awkward when I do it. From, from here on out, we will have to ask permission. Would you like to be divinely touched? Yeah. Uh, and then I will only accept a free action response back on their turn. Correct. Yeah. The only it person, the only person so far that's not at like full is the beetle, pretty much. Oh, do oh. you need help? I can lay on hands him too. The beetle's down like thirty. No, you don't lay on hands. You better divinely touch that beetle, yeah. and I want his consent. <laughs> he gives it. There's 14 yep. for him. I don't know. And then okay. here's the last lay on hands for the night. 16. Okay, two more boulets oh. show up immediately. <laughs> no, right. I'll just die then. <laughs> guess I'll die. <laughs> guess I'll die. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, 
So you okay, guys I can rocks on those. You've been rolling amazingly so. well for those. Yeah. <laughs> it's so amazing. So yeah, you guys can uh, continue resting um, for the rest of the night and uh, wake up the next morning, uh, bright and early, eight o'clock in the morning. And uh, question: Who yes. snores at night? Hersk, Jessup. Gideon? Titan. Do you guys snore? Titan snores? Gideon does not snore. <laughs> Titan snores. <laughs> no, Gideon if, just if, whistles. <laughs> no, if you if you listen to Gideon, he, he sleeps so silently you wonder if he's breathing. Like you can't you, he's so just still when he sleeps. Hirsch probably talks in his sleep. Jessup probably has sleep oh I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Jessup uh, has a knowledge or ranks in engineering for his uh, CPAP machine, so you can do that <laughs> at night. Yeah, uh, there's well. there's something there's something um, uh, very refined about Gideon's movements. He like like a soldier, you know. He's very just okay. Sleep, wake up, do this, do that, do that. You know, he's got his routines that are super rigid and in motion. He commands himself not to snore at night. Basically, yeah. But I the, shall not falter. Yeah, I shall, not I shall not falter. The idea is that there are more than just in combat. There are constant mantras and rituals to his behavior that if you spend a couple of nights with him, you'll notice he's got a lot of routine that he sticks to and, and does it quite deliberately. Kieran thinks to himself in the morning, hmm, I seem to recall reading that People from Molthoon were very ritualistic and orderly. Hmm. Ooh. Curious. That's not good. He's a spy. He's a spy! Another one. Another one! As you continue to talk about Gideon behind his back, not behind his back, he brings tea in the morning. Oh, that was all in Kieran's head. He was thinking oh, that. Oh, he was thinking it? That's too bad. I wanted another awkward, hello, everyone. <laughs> no, no, no. He was thinking that to himself. This guy's kind of strange, isn't he? Oh, God, he's right here. <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments. <laughs> so, I'll move you over to the Hollow Hills map here. So, you should be able to see, you guys are this dot in, like, the middle, right on the edge of the Hollow Hills. Yeah. Radia's okay. Hollow is right here. Okay. So you're actually very close, and the uh, the distance should be accurate here. So it's it's about eight miles or so, eight or so miles away. Um, as we move forward here, I would like to know, just in general, for the rest of this book, as you're moving through the Hollow Hills, what is your marching formation, and how far apart are you from each other? Um, I'll reference whatever you say for any encounter for for the rest of the book basically unless you tell me otherwise this will be like the default formation as you travel um are you traveling are you trying to stealth during the day um are you actively perceiving during the day both of those will reduce your speed if you so wish to do them um with with the slowest of your movements your hourly speed is two miles per hour and your daily speed is a total of 16 miles per day if you try to stealth or are actively perceiving, you will reduce that by half. As of right I don't now, know if it makes too much of a difference to stealth when we have a character like Gideon, does it? Yeah, he's headstrong, just leading the charge. He's in front. Um, 
he doesn't know how to chart so well, so I imagine he's not like the very front bastion, but he's probably standing right behind Jessup or Hurst, whoever's navigating, um, so that if combat starts, he would basically five foot step to the front. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. So Hurst and Jessup are probably towards the front. Yeah. And okay. Kieran's probably the one wandering in the back. Are you trying to pretend to be frozen, Sarah? So do no. we want? Oh. So it's going to be just. Do, would you want? Uh, I guess you up front with um, Titan. Sure. So them side by side, then Jessup, then Gideon, then Kieran. So sure. Gideon, Gideon would like to be like as close to the front. So maybe even side by side with Hersk if we're like just start battle formations. That's so the three of you are in a line moving forward then. Or maybe 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 Hersk is behind. Uh, maybe Titan is behind Hersk next to Jessup. Kind of like a four. <laughs> so why don't you just say you're in the front then? Because he's not leading. I just want him to be sure. able to be there. Because I don't. I don't have any ranks in survival. <laughs> okay. So, so you're gonna have Hersk and Gideon be the front, Jessup and yeah. Titan be the next line, and then Kieran in the back. Yeah, that sure. makes sense. Okay, to me. that makes sense. And Kieran's always are the fifth wheel. Can Jessup not... ride Titan? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> not that big. Uh, you are not stealthing. Uh, are you actively perceiving or no? So the way that we'll do this is if you are not actively perceiving, we'll go at your normal speed and we will just take the highest of your perception checks and assume you're taking 10. Like whoever is the highest in the party, that'll be the perception check that you're getting. If you do choose to actively slow down and perceive the whole time that you're moving, we can treat it as 20, but you'll be moving at half speed the whole time. I don't, I don't think, think we're actively, necessary. we're not doing that right now. Okay. So you will be proceeding with no stealth, but you will be basically just taking 10 on perception. Whoever Would it has be the okay highest. if um, we just do that as the marching order once we get to the next location that we could just decide to re change or do actively perception when we go to the next location? Yeah, you can alter however you want to do that. Um, so I just say, yep, so we'll do that marching order. We will not be stealthing, not actively perceiving until we get to the... My perception okay. is an 11. I'm assuming Hursk has got me beat, though. What's that? <clears throat> For what? Perception. perception? Yeah. Uh, 15. Yeah, figured he So that gives us a 25. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. So you're, that'll give you... We'll just assume that you're taking 10, and that'll give you the, uh, the uh, um, DC, basically. Okay. So the next morning comes around, you guys get around and everything is, is prepped by 8 o'clock and you begin to make your way towards Radia's Hollow. As I said, it's approximately 8 miles away, so you would get there within 4 hours of journey. Uh, you don't encounter anything dangerous along those 4 hours, uh, and you are able... I'll just get rid of that circle here. You are able to make it to Radia's Hollow. It is uh, noon basically. And as you approach, you see that Radius Hollow, the community is very small. Um, you see a total of a dozen homes, as well as what looks to be probably a general store and, and, a, sayer, and a sayer's office. Um, the town's primary mine, uh, which is what this town was all about, it was a mining town, the town's primary mine is closed. It was actually closed almost a decade ago. Uh, this is just stuff that Hursk and Jessup would know passively. Um, the mine was closed almost a decade ago when a deadly collapse killed a dozen workers. And uh, any attempts to reopen it were met with a bunch of strange accidents. And they just eventually 
gave up on it. Um, they but, dug too greedily and too deep? Yeah, apparently. Okay. Um, but as you're looking around, uh, you would be able to see a couple things. So one, uh, you know that um, Solba, the one dwarf, gave you a distinct location to where you could find like a bunch of her family heirlooms that they had hidden away. So if you want, you can go and find that. You know exactly where it is. Um, you can also roll a survival check if you just want to look around the town in general. And uh, just let me know who's doing survival and who is doing anything else. As we get into town, I'll cast Martyr's Last Blessing for the group. What's that do? Um, if I die, a cure oh, that's right. yep. wounds goes out. Yep. A mass cure light wounds on allies other than me. Does not target me. Okay. So Hursk has a 24 on survival. Um, uh, Gideon is casting a spell. Uh, Kieran and Jessup, what are you guys doing? Are you doing just general survivals, or are either one of you going to that specific location, or what's up? Um, can I try to aid Hursk with survival? Sure, if you want to. Okay, yeah. 19, that's a successful aid. Kieran, what are you doing? Um, I, Kieran would have cast Mage Armor before we left, knowing that we would have gotten here today. Okay. <clears throat> um, so I have that up. I think he's just kind of letting them take point. Would you, um, Kieran, would you want to use the extend metamagic rod so that's going to last you for 16 hours? That'd be the whole day. Sure, I'll do that. Alright. So that'll leave two charges on that bad boy. Actually be 14 hours, I think. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, oh, only I'm a sorry, you're right. Yeah, this is still like the. It the should hopefully be, yeah, the entire day for so. combat. Mm-hmm. Okay. With those survival checks, you guys are able to find that approximately two dozen hobgoblins one large wolf and two to three dozen humanoids camped here until maybe a week two weeks ago um how many humanoids uh two dozen hobgoblins one wolf two to three dozen humans you would also be able to tell that there are a few clawed tracks that you can identify as being the tracks of a Morlock. A Morlock? A Morlock, yes. Yeah, a Morlock. Yes. What's the check for that? You know, Roll knowledge Morlock. Morlocks, Morlocks <laughs> would be to identify what a Morlock is or beyond what the basic stuff is. That would be a knowledge local, I believe. Come on, Jessup. Pretty sure that's a knowledge local. That's what that falls into. Let me just check to make sure. No, I'm wrong. It's a knowledge nature. Oh. I, I just... I See, I keep thinking that humanoids are local but this is not a humanoid monstrous humanoids are technically nature i guess so uh jessup will expend a charge of the wand of heightened awareness on himself before he tries to identify okay he attempts to use the wand okay okay and so let me check heightened awareness and then i will knowledge nature 
So we have a 16 for Hersk and a 27 for Jessup. Um, so both of you are able to identify that these are Morlock tracks specifically, and you know that um, Jessup actually specifically he rolled well enough to know that Morlocks rarely venture into the Hollow Hills, instead dwelling in isolated uh, caves in the Darklands far below. Far below. You would know that Morlocks... Uh, let me just pull up the uh, general uh, info on them and read out to you. Morlocks are... Uh, they have pa pale skin and a slug's belly, eyes huge and bulging. Uh, this thing crawls down the, uh, like a spider, but is shaped hideously humanoid. Um, degenerate... Isn't that the name What's of that? the creatures? Isn't that the name of the creatures from a time machine? From the book, The Time Machine? Maybe. The Morlocks? Oh. Maybe it's spelled different. Maybe it's spelled different. M-O-R-L-O-C-K. Yeah, you are correct. Morlock. From yep. The Time Machine. From Time Machine, Nailed yeah. It. Hero point. Nice. That's, that's yeah. pretty good. Morlocks <laughs> are degenerate humans, long lost from the world of light. Morlocks have regressed through years of subterranean dwelling into ravenous, barely thinking beasts of the endless night. They no longer remember the civilized lives their ancestors led, although many Morlock tribes still dwell in the shattered ruins of their ancient homes. Ironically, in many cases, Morlocks worship the statues left behind by these ancestors as their gods. Morlock priests of such ancestors worship... Um, have access to domains of darkness, earth, madness, and strength. A typical Morlock stands just over five feet tall and weighs roughly 150 pounds. That is almost identical to what the Morlocks yeah. in the time machine are. Like, yeah. almost identical. No, I'm sure it's the obvious inspiration. Yeah. For whom? That's cool. Well, and Pathfinder, as you guys are looking around, um, you would spot by the mine... Uh, it actually looks like the main mine of this town has been reopened. Uh, there are no signs saying that it is closed, uh, like you might expect it to be. And if you get a little bit closer, you see that there are, are three bodies outside of the main mine. Ooh. Bodies. Do you approach the bodies? Rock grubs! Yeah, Kieran's gonna not, <laughs> because he has PTSD Fear. from rock grubs. Uh, Mr. Plate Armor, um, you should go see what those bodies are. I will do this. And he will. <laughs> I shall not falter. I oh, will not. Comes, I'm faltering. Yeah. Fal <laughs> I will out. not falter. It will be this character's. I wonder he, about that. He just <laughs> turns to Jessup with a rose in his hand and he says, As you wish. <laughs> if I do not return, you have my undying love. <laughs> <laughs> so Gideon, you approach the mine. Love it. You see that this rough-hewn tunnel slopes northeast into the hillside. A slide of rock debris has crushed a bulky, pale-skinned humanoid, which you have already identified to be a Morlock, um, who lies alongside three dead hobgoblins. You see a thin trail of blood leading deeper into the mine. Uh, roll a perception check. I'm going to expend my once-per-day guidance on this as he's looking through. Okay. So it would be uh, plus one to this roll. Okay. 24. So a 24. You see that each of the hobgoblins carries a masterwork longsword, if that's of any interest, a set of masterwork manacles, if that's of any interest, 
and 25 gold pieces, so a total of 75 gold pieces between the three of them, if that is of interest. Uh, the So one of them actually carries a satchel that looks to contain four large gold nuggets. Uh, you can roll an appraise, anybody can roll an appraise on the nuggets. Y'all can take 20 gold pieces, I'll just take uh, 15. Oh, we're separating that out. Uh, Alrighty then. Praise. Yep, so an appraise of seven. They are nuggets. Yeah, is anybody else appraising or just uh, just? I, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Gideon I don't rolls an 18. And I don't think you need that one. Train you don't. To roll you could just roll. I, I have no oh. ranks in it. Oh, okay. I just literally rolled a nat. I'm seven. over here like, listen, Hurst doesn't know what things cost. Yeah, it's basically just. Yeah. Okay. Hurst knows better than Kieran or Jessup. So. Uh, Jessup and Kieran, you have basically no idea. Um, Hursk, you think they're probably worth like 25 each. Gideon, you think that you could probably sell them for 50 each. Hmm, nice. What are they? Four large gold nuggets. Okay, cool. And How much Gideon, a piece? Sorry? 50 a piece is what he's gold. appraising them as. Um, and, Gideon, with your perception, you notice that the Morlock appears to be wearing some kind of holy symbol. Uh, a silver snake encircling a rough emerald. Uh, you can roll an appraise on that as well. Uh, you can also roll a knowledge uh, religion check if you'd like. Ooh. So 21 appraise. Uh, Kieran, you think you could probably sell this uh, holy symbol for 100 gold pieces? And nice. 26 knowledge religion for Gideon. This does not belong to any faith that you have ever encountered. You have you have, you have never seen a holy symbol like this before. Can just attempt? Not that I'm probably going to get better. But... Yeah, you can attempt it. Yeah. 16. Um, Jessup, you're looking at the holy symbol and you're looking at it and you're like, I don't know if this is a holy symbol to somebody. Like, You don't know like all of the different religions. Gideon, you're, you're more looking at it like, no, like this is like none of them. Like, I know a lot about religion. Like, I know a lot of different religions. Yeah. And this is none of the ones that I know. So it's not one of the inner sea, then, technically. Like, it's. You're not sure? Yeah. As far as the the nine main faiths, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's absolutely not one of the core deities. But it's also not any of the tertiary deities that you're aware of. Which is a couple of the imperial lords and stuff like that. it's, It's very mysterious to you. Um. If I cast detect magic and detect alignment, does it have any lingering aura? Uh, on the holy symbol or on the bodies or just in general in that area? Yeah. Um, nothing magical, nothing evil. They are dead, so they no longer have any sort of aura. I don't even know if they're evil to begin with. Um, but uh, you divine, don't detect anything. The divine symbol also wouldn't linger, linger in aura unless it was a really powerful artifact. So correct, yeah. It, you don't detect any anything from this. Um, I'll look at both sides and uh, eventually pocket it. Okay. So yeah, the four of you are standing in front of the mine. Uh, you've taken the time to look around the towns. You haven't seen any any sign of hobgoblins, any sign of survivors in the town, but you do see this trail of blood leading into the mine. And we were trying to help this dwarf she you... thought her brother was still alive yes so she asked you to find her brother whether he was alive or not um 
she would have told you that when the hobgoblins attacked, they took prisoners and reopened the mine. Um, but she has no idea if her brother is still alive. He was in the mine when they attacked, but that's the last she saw him. Are any of you claustrophobic? No. I have a bad feeling. Being claustrophobic. We're naturally underground. My, my apologies. I'm sorry. Um, it sounds like we're we might need to explore further down. I don't see any sign of people up here, and the dwarf we spoke with seemed to think that we'd find bodies at least if they weren't alive. We'd at least find what was left of them. And to be clear, Jason, the the things that we found earlier were just like tracks that tracks. people had camped here. Yes. We didn't find bodies of them. Tracks. Okay. We didn't find uh, any pair of silver rings by chance, did we? Uh, you did not find any, but you did not check that area where Sol- Solba said her family heirlooms were, so you don't know if there's anything there. Where are we right now? I thought that's where we were. No, she. No, hid, we're at the so her right her now. family hid them somewhere in town. I asked if anybody was going to that location because you know where it is. But oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. We I probably would have done that while they were. Tra- I thought I thought they stuff. were doing that first. Yeah. So if you go over there, you can see the spot where she mentioned, and it will take you several hours of digging to to dig up the treasure. But you can do that if you want. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right, we can do it. Well, I think. Kieran would say probably should try to find people first before we spend hours digging for treasure. Because we didn't find anybody in town? No. Nobody in town. Nobody in town. Nothing of the particular heirloom spot. And then they found tracks. So yeah, I assume we basically branched out, reconvened, and then decided to follow this trail. And we're back to where we are now. We can look at the loot pile later. Okay. I think that's the most natural progression of events. Okay. Yes. Do you enter the mine? Yeah. Yes. Probably okay. yes. I will move just you... charge right on in there. Yep. <laughs> I will move you over to this map. Your tokens should already be there. This is a dynamic lighting map, so be careful where you place your character because that will reveal things. Um, so, if you place your character somewhere and see something, I will take it that your character went there and saw that thing, and will suffer any consequences that they did. So, um, to make this easier, I mean, getting you can cast light, but I would cast dark vision communal on the three of us. I was going to ask before I actually cast it. If yeah, yeah. Because what spell others that Karen? Now you three? say to be careful, but it's just a big black map. Where do I start? <laughs> um, yeah, because hers. I see a spot vision. down here yeah. in the bottom right. Where oh, we there are. it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I'm turning night vision on for all of you. So all five of you should have night vision. Is okay. this correct? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, correct. Do you curious want to waste extend right. on that as well, or we should you probably don't... have enough time? I would assume that's going to last for seven hours. So well, you have to split between us all, though, right? Right, but still, it's going to be a couple of hours. Um. That yeah, that's up to you. I would take it if you want to use it. Like if if. I believe it I mean, would be the difference between two hours for each of you or four hours in each of you, pretty much. Yeah, I I mean, honestly, Kieran, I, haste and good hope would probably be the only spells that I would have that would benefit. But if you want to use that, um, 
Okay. I'll use it okay. for this. So, so it's the second charge today. Yep, Correct. so it would be, what, 14 hours between the three of us. So two of us can have four hours and one will have... Wait, no, that's not right. Because there's three of us. Yes. Right. So, so we would each get four hours and then one would get... No. Two wow. of you would get two five. Two of us will get five, one will one get, four. get four. Yay, yes. we do maths. I have a degree in math, believe it or not. <laughs> not. Um, yeah, right. We do the... I have you proof. Rude. To answer the uh, the comment that Justin was half making, um, I did not give dark vision to your beetle, mainly because you can't see through its eyes. So if you want it to scout ahead, that's fine. I will simply describe well, I get what you're saying. Stuff okay. So that I you're not you're seeing yep. what it sees. Yes, that makes sense. Very cool. Very cool. Although, I think I have an ability to do that. Do you? Nice, nice work, Kanye. Well, if you do, then I can turn it on in that moment. That's fine. I can turn it on and off, so. Uh, actually, uh, I, if you guys want, I can summon some insect scouts to, uh, oh, I love uh, this to move to move ahead and, and take a look around if you'd like. Uh, you know, they, they've, uh, they could kind of take a look and see what's going on. It's up to you guys, though. It's whatever you want. Gideon will say, Oh, yes. I love this spell. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll throw some. I'll throw some insect scouts out and okay. let them do a little bit of uh, looking around. So this spell summons one or more vermin to investigate a single location or building. You see, uh, the scouts spend one to six hours, one to six hours investigating, but need no oversight. When done, they find you traveling one mile per hour. Oh, they're gonna take five hours though. The insect uh, use your saving throws. Yada 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 yada. Each scout can return. The scout that returns passes along memories of specific structural flaws, defenses, and alarms, granting you the ability to reroll one failed skill check per scout, uh, as long as the skill involves a specific layout, or such as stealth, or disabled device, or perception. Uh, if only one scout returns, you get a rough understanding of the building's layout. Um, all insight fades one hour per caster level after their scouts return. Okay. So one insect per four levels. So that's two insects that you can send out. And how long are you waiting for them to scout out the area, basically? Are you waiting for five plus hours for them to scout out, or... Do I need to? You don't need to. It just depends on how much you learn. Like, um, if you're just no, if you just want to know what's it. in like the next couple like the next room, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm looking for. Like not real deep, just like what what maybe this maybe this room and a little further. Okay, so, layout wise. So you uh, you send these two beetles in and they start scurrying around and about half an hour later they return and uh, I assume that they just tell you what they found. Uh, it says it's like a memory. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I, I get their memories or something. Do, do the glass cannon voice. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> you, you reach down and these two beetles climb back onto your palm and you get flashes and images of memories and um, I assume they have dark vision. So you see in the black and white of dark vision, you see an empty room. Um, 
followed by several different corridors, all empty. Um, some of them collapsed. Uh, you see one room with a door slightly ajar. Uh, the room is empty, but you see papers and stuff on the table. You can't get distinct details about the papers, but there's something there. Um, you see one dead-end hallway, and then in this flash you hear like a tapping noise. And that is, that's all that they scout out if you wait for like half an hour or so. But a, a lot of yeah. empty emptiness. They do, they do not see anything in the immediate vicinity. Oh, it looks like we might be okay to go in uh, at least to the front of the entrance here, the front of the mine, and it didn't look like there's uh, too much going on, so I think we'll be safe to, to go ahead and start making our way in. I don't think we're going to get ambushed or anything right in the inside, so... Better to err with caution, and he'll cast uh, Shield Other on you, Hersk. Okay. It doesn't work because you have silver rings, right? Not platinum rings. Oh, snap. Oh. What an oversight. <laughs> Guess I'm going to have to fix that. Oh, Good man. job flavoring for the wrong spell. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you have a melee weapon. <laughs> Anyways. Hopefully you have a melee weapon. I bought so, my arrows after that fight. Yeah, good to know. <laughs> You're like, can we take a quick stop at the Dollar General so I can get some arrows? Weirdly enough, there were 60 arrows in that one roulette. Sarah, it's the Copper General. The Copper General? Yeah. So, uh, who's going into the mine first? You can only do it one at, one at a time. That's get in. Okay. You can move your guys forward as you wish. It's just, if you start moving like super far ahead, I'll be like, okay, you triggered 17 traps. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's whatever. You can just Karen assume I'm be, perception. I guess, at the... There are two Jessups? Yeah. There are! Ah! One, two! <laughs> One's a faceless stalker! <laughs> oh, my mirror image spell. Oh. Okay. And there are three. Get in! Get out of there. Get out of Power! Okay. You guys start moving forward into the mine. As you begin to get into this first chamber, you see that rubble litters the southern entrance of this large chamber. Uh, as you start moving a little bit forward, yeah. Like, if you move here, you'll be able to see pretty much everything, I think. Um, so this southern area down here, uh, rubble litters the southern entrance of this large chamber, where the ceiling stretches to nearly 30 feet overhead. Wooden pilings, discarded tools, and neglected carts rest alongside several relatively new picks and shovels. An administrative area fills a nook to the north up here, northeast, while a rock fall partially obscures the tunnels leading north and east. So this tunnel over here looks like it's uh, there's like a rock fall that's partially obscuring it. A tapping sound echoes from this uh, this collapsed tunnel to the east, and uh, the northern tunnel up here uh, appears to be clear enough to pass through. Gideon will begin slowly walking towards the corner in the northeast. Just tapping will is kneel down, tapping? okay, and pray. Oh, Desna, please allow me to see in this dark cave with the vision Kieran has bestowed upon me. 
Jason, okay. he says he can't see. Yeah, I can't. can't? I can't see. My dark oh, I must. Not have, I deleted the dark vision one. You, you deleted the correct. Ah, that's not. I thank you. Now I can see. <laughs> Once I was blind, but now I can see. Yep. All thanks to Desna. I feel like preacher all over again. Yep. I'm about so, to bring back uh, <laughs> Simon. Gideon is heading over to the collapsed tunnel where he hears tapping. What are the rest of you doing? Kieran's going to whisper to whomever and say, you know, this kind of reminds me a bit of that cave that I found all of you in. Yours was a bit homier than this. This seems a bit empty. Just finger guns, meshed spells get it already except for the beetle he doesn't understand investigate the administrative office okay let me delete that kieran's just gonna keep watching down this way for anything more locks okay kieran is watching down the courtyard the courtyard the hallway (laughs) the um, corridor (laughs) the courtyard of the mine yeah (laughs) hersk um as you approach the administrative building zombies you look inside and you can see that it's like a looks like probably the the mine manager's office and it contains a bunch of maps uh as well as logs of various like shifts uh daily output uh all that sort of managerial stuff um uh with your perception just without even rolling you'd notice that there is a box underneath one of the tables that is marked emergency supplies. Well, it's not an emergency, but I think I'll help myself. Okay. So you go over there. Uh, Gideon, you're at the tunnel there, and you hear a tapping noise coming from deeper in the tunnel. It is completely collapsed. Uh, You think, like, a small-sized creature could maybe try to wiggle past these loose giant boulders uh, with a, uh, a a decent escape artist check or something like that but for a medium creature there's no way you're getting past there you'd have to spend at least at least an hour trying to clear this you don't know how you don't know how much of this tunnel is collapsed it could be collapsed for hundreds of feet could just be maybe a dozen of feet that are obscured by here you're not sure but it's just like a small rhythmic tapping like Nothing nothing hard, but just like a light tapping coming from somewhere deeper in that tunnel. Um, going back it's to got her, rhythmic to it, dude? I was going to say it's Frampton dancing on the No, it, it's <laughs> not It's not rhythmic to the point where you would think it's Morse code or anything like that. No, it's but it's just like a it's persistent. like a, a persistent like occasional just like a tapping noise. Is it tap almost just like it sounds like a water droplet? Like no, or something? It, it sounds no. like metal on a rock. No, oh, somebody's picking. So, oh, good call. Going back to Hursk, uh, you find this little box marked emergency supplies. You open it and you find one, two, three, four, five potions. Oh. Five rags. Like, like, um, what's that called? Bandages? Yeah, bandages. What is it? Gauze? Like linen, yeah, gauze. yeah, like linen yeah. gauze bandages. And yep. some sort of like chime oh. chime of opening I'll um, detect magic I, say, yeah. I can also detect magic oh. I won't do it then well, no reason to. There's can, can all of you detect magic I think so yeah. Yeah. oh cool 
So, yeah, you guys detect magic, and the five potions obviously are magical. The five linen bandages are magical, and the chime is magical. Roll me three spellcraft checks. The potions are all the same. The bandages are all Should the same. Should we all aid somebody? Or? I'm going to aid. I'm not actually there. I've, I've been watching the corridors, so I'm not actually in the office. I'm just aiding. Okay. Uh, let me just... Do I have to roll to aid? I don't remember. I guess well, if you have take, a bonus, if you're you bonus, you aided on the one enough. that I got 25. <laughs> yeah. So just pretend <laughs> I didn't roll. <laughs> so that one is okay. So, the first one on the potions. Uh, Am I putting this on the inventory sheet, or are you just going to pocket them, Hersk? Depends on what they are. <laughs> so the potions. Uh, so that would be DC 15 plus the caster level of these potions. With the aid would get you to a 19. This is a second level spell, so the caster level would be three. So DC 18, I believe. Mm -hmm. These are five potions of cure moderate wounds. So no, put them in the inventory. Hurst isn't going to greedily take five cure <laughs> moderate potions. Uh, you just going to take those? Yeah, you're like, yeah. I'll, I'll live forever. Here, Titan, drink, drink one of these. The, uh, the five bandages... Uh, caster level 1, so only a DC 16. You identify oh. these as bandages of rapid recovery. Rapid recovery. There are five yeah. of them. Five mm. bandages of rapid recovery. For listeners at home, rapid recovery, what does it do? Oh, okay. Let me just reopen that because I closed it. Remember, we had this discussion in the chat. I don't know what things are. Don't you just double the <laughs> well, healing you, you get? Should I don't, I don't pass my I tried not to blame Justin, remember? I was trying to be yeah. like, for the listeners yeah. at home. For the listeners not... at home, not, you know, the guy in our group that has no idea what those bandages do. Justin, I'm <laughs> sad that you haven't read through all of the wondrous items in the game. <laughs> all of them. Um, so, the webpage for Rapid Recovery I normally would suddenly... ask Justin, but uh, when I... We got the potion of hide from animals, and I asked what it did. Jason made me feel like an idiot, <laughs> so I just don't ask anymore. It is my specialty. <laughs> so these linen bandages have the same color and softness as the feathers of a dove, but their oh. antiseptic smell suggests a less natural origin. Any creature wrapped in these bandages recovers from wounds and ability damage each day as if receiving complete bed rest, regardless of activity. A creature actually oh. receiving long-term care or complete bed rest while wearing the bandages, gains a plus four bonus to its effective level or hit dice when determining how many hit points it recovers each day. The bandages are destroyed once removed or when the wearer recovers all hit points and ability damage, whatever comes first. Well, that's pretty handy. Yep. Yep. So they're the basically just like a one-time, yeah, a one-time rest <laughs> item. When you, when you yeah. go to sleep, you basically recover more than normal. Yep. Cool. Uh, the third item, the chime, DC much higher than 20. You are not able to identify what the chime is, but it is magical. I figured. I figured. Uh, wizard person? Uh, Karen, Karen, there's a uh, uh, magical item here. I'm, I'm not real uh, trained in magic. I typically shoot a bow. Uh, would you be willing to maybe take a look at this thing? Uh, he chuckles. That'd be great if you'd, yeah. if you'd like to help. That's up to you. Uh, I I must confess I am not a wizard. I wasn't that great at studying. Um, but I can see if I can figure out what's going on with these. Jessup, do you want to take a look? I mean, oh. I could probably tell you it's a chime of opening, but I guess I'll have to roll for that, won't I? Uh, let's see. 
Oh, sorry, I just I saw you throwing lightning earlier and just assumed. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, well, luckily for me, I don't need a book to know how to do that, so. Oh, oh. I know oh. the plane of existence. Uh, my wizard has the anime shatter effect. Um, anywho. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> the, the dead wizard. Anyway, uh, do you want me just to uh, uh, aid you, Kieran? Um, either that or I can aid you. I have a, an eleven. Mine's an eleven. Oh, who's better at rolling? Um, Not Sarah. I'm gonna aid you. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna aid me. This I'm gonna is... <laughs> I'm gonna aid, but I'm just gonna roll for fun. Yeah. yeah. See, ooh, that was a okay. that was a crap roll. Ooh, this is gonna be bad. Hey! Hey! Right, that's a 16 on the die for a 27. So, we did 27. it! 27. So 29 with the aid. Okay. So 29. Uh, this is a caster level 11, so the DC was 26. This is known as a chime of opening. Oh! It currently has 8 charges rem remaining. So for those of you who don't know, a chime of opening is a hollow mithril tube about 1 foot long. When struck, it sends forth magical vibrations that cause locks, lids, doors, valves, and portals to open. The device functions against normal bars, shackles, chains, bolts, and so on. A chime of opening also automatically dispels a hold portal spell, or even an arcane lock spell, by a, cast by a spellcaster of lower than 15th level. The chime must be pointed at the item or gate to be closed or opened. The chime is then struck, and a clear tone rings forth. The wielder can then make a caster level check, which would be plus 11, because this is a caster level of 11, against the lock or binding using the charm's caster level. The DC of this check is equal to the d disabled device DC, yada yada. Um, each sounding only opens one lock. Uh, it takes four successful uses of the chime. Wait, if it is chained, padlocked, locked, and arcane locked, it takes four successful uses, one for each of those bindings basically a silence spell negates the power of this device uh, a brand new one has 10 uses but this one only has eight remaining nice cool nice magically open stuff we found one of these in uh Irestorm, didn't we uh, i think we had one in spoilers i don't know when we had one we, we had found one, one we had one before it really it's nice. a common magic I item i know yeah there's yeah. somewhere we got one okay well, that might come in handy now that Frampton's gone. He was our whiz with the the lockpicks. Are you any good with lockpicks there, Hersk? Uh, no, not really. I uh, I don't have very nimble fingers. Well, that's unfortunate. Says the guy with 20 decks. <laughs> right? <laughs> but he doesn't no. know how to disable things. <laughs> 20 decks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this is useful, and hopefully we won't need to use them. But it's good to have just in case. Okay. So yeah, you don't see anything else of note in uh, here. You do see those maps, but the maps basically depict the mine as it was. Was. Um, which looks fairly extensive, but you can already see as you look around some of these tunnels. Uh, you can already see that most of the map probably is not going to be accurate after the collapse. You don't think that that sound, Kieran, that uh, you guessed was a pickaxe. Somebody got buried in here and they're trying to make their way back out. Honestly, I'm not sure. Uh, it's kind of ominous to think about. Maybe it's something from deeper down below that's making its way to the surface. I don't know much about mines or things that live in mines or 
the people in this town, so your guess is as good as mine. What's over here? Yep. You look in there, and uh, it looks like it's a another vertical, not vertical. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, it's it's parallel Narrow. to the main. Yeah, another parallel shaft, basically that uh, ends. And in one side, in a collapse, the other side just looks like it was unfinished. Uh, you do not see anything of interest in here, though. What do you guys do? Uh, if you do reference the maps, um, as far as you can tell, uh, there it does eventually loop around. Assuming that not all of the tunnels have been collapsed, you could get to the other side of that one collapsed tunnel without uh, running into any issues, presumably. Yes, I, I see that you're all having much fun in the chat. <laughs> Carrying on. Let's continue on. Was it me? <laughs> See, I didn't even, even catch it, time. so I it have no time. idea what this joke is. <laughs> I was, I was, sorry. I, was, I, was oh, sorry. I, I know it. I, did, I didn't hear whatever it is. I haven't so watched Nine Nine in a while, so I don't. I don't know why that was. <laughs> is that an Archer reference? No, it's Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep. Yeah, yep. All time. <laughs> so you can you continue forward into the mine. This yeah. is no mine. It is a tomb. <laughs> and you see that this uh, this shaft continues down quite a ways. Um, e the more you walk forward, you're seeing at the extent of your 60-foot dark vision, it just kind of keeps going. We keep going. Okay. You keep going. You see to your left, there's another dead end. Um that uh we're like inching yeah you're going very slow um <laughs> nobody wants to be the one to like set off the stuff going a little yeah. bit further you see to the right it opens up into a, a series of of tunnels it looks like it keeps going a little no, bit further oh, this forward. reminds me of room lords there's four doors i see them that's too many so um now that you're kind of in this shaft you see enormous blocks have dislodged from the ceiling here and they're kind of filling this passage with three feet of debris. So this is mostly difficult terrain in like, once you get into these areas, uh, specifically along this further forward, um, mostly difficult terrain as there's three feet of debris just from collapsed ceiling tunnels here. Um, and uh, you see filling this passage, several mangled bodies lie amid the debris presumably crushed by whatever stones fell upon them man uh bodies of what sort uh if you take a look at them they're mostly covered up but you can see looks like probably one hobgoblin maybe two humans uh the you 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 assume they're humans because they have shackles on their hands so they were probably captured members of the community Prisoners. here who were enslaved I want to peek down this way. Okay. You, you look slowly. down that side, side tunnel. Uh, and you can keep moving a little bit. You see that it, it opens up to a couple side tunnels. It's uh, basically perpendicular and then parallel. Uh, the first parallel shaft, you don't see uh, anything. It kind of ends 
to both directions without anything of note. Can, uh, uh, go ahead. What? I was just going to have Jessup cast Dancing Lights in here, this area. Okay, you, you can. Um, you do all have dark vision, so the light is not necessary unless you want to see in color. Well, I guess it would. Well, yeah, you're right. I suppose. I just thought it would help me see better down that corridor, but you're right. It can uh, go a little bit further. Continue forward, uh, Kieran, and you see that, again, going forward, it cuts off. Going south again, it cuts off. But going north, it, it continues forward to another long tunnel. So he'll turn, he'll turn back and message to the others so that he can speak with them. And he'll say, looks like this one passage heads up in around a corner where I can't see. I don't know if we want to go this way or if we want to go back the other way and head further in. It might connect at the, the end, I'm not sure. Down the corridor that Hursk is looking at, one, two, three spaces down south, Jace, is there a uh, an entry, a doorway there or something? A little gap I see? Down. No. Nope, no. it's not. No. No, not. There's, there's no connection in that, in yeah. this corridor. Yeah. So yeah, you've got, you've got two options that you can go north in. Karen will start heading north, hearing no, nothing from anybody else. Yeah. Um, okay. Gideon will have wandered up north. Yep, you wander up a little bit north. Again, uh, you eventually get to a point where the debris is just blocking your path northward. You can't go any further north. You can't even... It looks like this probably did connect to an adjacent tunnel, but that's collapsed here to the to the right. And to the left, again, uh, collapsed and then goes a little bit further south. And if you look down that one, it also ends. So a series of dead ends in that area. Uh, the rest of you, you continue north on the parallel structure. Uh, the parallel... Always good to split the party. <laughs> yep. And good, uh, good. you continue north and you eventually get to the point where you, the edge of your dark vision, you see a wall on the opposite side to the okay. far north. I, as I'm going through this tunnel in particular, I'm like perceiving just to make sure that nothing's going to come out of the either side of the walls. Like he's not great at it, but he knows that Frampton used to be able to pick out things yeah. So, are whatnot. you going to the extent that you're taking twenty in every square, or are you just no, like... no, 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 no? I'm just like okay, just looking. I'm not. It's more like a flavor okay. perception. Because yeah. you can take twenty in every square if you want. It's just going to be very. No, I don't slow. want. To, I don't want to take that long. Okay. You guys eventually en uh, exit this uh, northbound shaft to a a larger uh, perpendicular one that goes a little bit. It collapses a little bit to the left, but to the right it opens up a little bit more. And as you start going to the right a little bit, you see uh, what appears to be a ledge at the edge uh, of your vision here. It kind of ends up in a ledge. I don't like the looks of this. Careful, we don't want to fall into anything. Is so there, like... A bridge loose... of some kind. They're well, as you get stone? close, you can see... I'll, I'll describe... Once you get close, yeah. So Gideon's gotten to the point where I will read <laughs> what he like, says. Gideon's up. So this wide natural cavern is 80 feet across and nearly as tall. Um, a wooden bridge once spanned the 40-foot drop to the stone floor below, uh, but it has apparently collapsed, leaving no easy connection between this side and the next. Um, the, uh, Jason, it is not apparently collapsed. It's no, right it, there on the map. No, it's... Like they they put it there, but it's I'm reading that it's collapsed. Well, it's not apparent to anybody that well, it's collapsed. Well, they wanted you to know there's a bridge there, but there <laughs> isn't. So, 
We have to take an 80 foot leap is what you're telling me. Uh, well, the chamber is 80 feet. The, uh, the leap itself would be 35 to 40 Four. feet. <laughs> Easy. Cake. Cake. Um, Ramsey, can, your beetle, can your beetle fly? Actually, I think it can. Yeah, your beetle can fly. <laughs> the beetle can fly, but I mean, nobody yeah, can you ride could, on it. <laughs> you could, you could uh, potentially fly across. Um, if one of you, if one of the four of you flies across, you could maybe tie a rope something. Uh, I don't think, think the beetle can tie them? a rope. Uh, the beetle can't carry anyone. Um, you need a very specific set of skills to be able to ride a uh, mountain that is the same size as you. All right. I mean, like if they tied some rope to him. Kieran will say, listen, if I can get across, uh, do you want me to tie a rope across? Maybe that'll help us make our way. You can try that. Gideon still is going to struggle here. Okay. Uh, Gideon, go ahead and roll me a perception check as you're looking around. Mm -hmm. That's what he's doing. He's going to check that corner and then okay. you know, keep looking around. Uh, so, Gideon, uh, with your 26 perception, you see, uh, again, the natural cavern here drops 40 feet below. Um, you think scaling this would not be probably very easy for you, but in general it would be an easy climb. Basically, it's a climb DC of 15 to climb down mm -hmm. the sides of this cavern. Of course, it is a 40-foot drop, but um, with your perception, you're also seeing with dark vision. Um, at the bottom of the ca cavern, you see a grating that uh, is now slightly obscured by debris, but with your check, you can still see it. It looks like it opens up to some sort of drainage tunnel. Um, there's some sort of liquid still in there, uh, so you you don't know where that leads, but that might be another option if you wanted to climb down and, and enter the It'll drainage just... tunnel. He'll just point at it, you know, he'll, until he gets like Kieran's attention, and just point down so that they see it. He won't say anything. Kieran will cast fly on himself. Okay. Like, do you want me to go down there and see what it is, or do you want me to fly across? I will trust your judgment. I don't like and... the idea of going down there alone, but can I order my giant beetle to go with her? Uh, what tricks does he have? Yes. <laughs> Good answer. That's the best trick. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. He's a nice. yes man. I see it. So he, he has attack, yeah. defend, breakout. Okay. So Anything if you tell him, he says yes. if you give him the defend command, you can you can have him specifically defend uh, Kieran. Kieran. Okay. So that's what I'll do. Uh, okay. I can send Titan down with you. Uh, try and help you out. Oh yes, the beetle. Uh, well, if you don't want it, then you know. I... No, no, I. It's better than going alone, I suppose. It seems a most generous offer. Take this. It's dangerous to go alone. It's dangerous. Take this giant beetle. It's dangerous to go alone. Okay. All right. So you cast fly on yourself. He will touch himself and fly. Are you flying down to the? the tunnel at the base or across um i will start by taking a rope across is there anything to tie it to there's still posts where the bridge was okay. tied to yeah okay so i have rope okay i think i have rope yeah, i have it's, it's 30 feet rope. across so as long as yes. you have 50 feet of rope you could tie a straight rope across. i sure do so i will fly over here 
and tie off a rope. Oh, I'm getting chills okay. just being over here by myself. I don't like it. All right, so I will tie off a rope on this other side, and then I will make my way into the chasm. Okay. You descend into the chasm, making your way towards that uh, that sewage tunnel, uh, or whatever it is. Um, do you go straight up to the tunnel to see where it goes, or are you just looking from a distance? Um, I'm going to look from a distance for, like, 30 seconds. Just, like, scanning okay. the area to make sure nothing moves. Um, uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Okay. This is perception. So a 14. Okay. Nice. Um, you're looking around. Uh, again, black and white vision. So you don't see any movement you don't see i mean this whole cavern is kind of pocketed with like shadows and like mm -hmm. it's hard to tell like what's a tunnel and what's just like a shadow of a rock type of thing but you don't right. you don't see anything of note uh, looking from a distance all right i'll get a little bit closer okay uh you get closer to the drainage tunnel which is um let me get on the right so i can tell you it's over here Okay. Just for use the whisper. Can't you see anything yet? Nope, there's nothing moving yet. So I'll get rid of that so you can see a little bit into it. So if you get close to it and you may kind of peek your head inside this tunnel, uh, you see... Let me describe this dirty. for you. It looks dirty. Oh, you it see... It looks cold, really bad. Cold, foul-smelling water covers the oh, floor of this roughly chiseled passageway. The water appears to be two feet deep. Um, as you're looking at it, you think it's possible to traverse this tunnel without, like, stepping in the water if you were, like, really dainty and didn't want to get in the water. Um, but that would require a DC 15 climb check to kind of, like, scuttle across the walls. Otherwise, it's just two feet deep water. But it is pretty foul-smelling, so. And I don't like the looks of this. There's water down here that is utterly foul I don't know if you want me to continue um, thankfully I have my spell so it won't really affect my belongings but it smells awful also you're flying so you're probably fine okay yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like a short where I no. couldn't because I don't no, imagine if you, I'm flying like Superman. I like to think. I like to think that you just like curl up into a ball and you're just floating like a ball. You're just going across the ground, all like. I'm actually sitting like I'm in an invisible chair. <laughs> Even have one leg crossed. You're like oh. the the base Wait. of your cloak uh, touches the water, and you're like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. I pretend like I have a little steering wheel. Okay. Uh, do you enter the tunnel or no? Oh, probably. I'm just a, I'm just a squishy boy. Um, should probably wait for us. Um, are, you, are you are you planning on coming down? Can Gideon well, make it with all that armor? Well, we can de-armor him and then re-armor him at the bottom. <laughs> oh, we don't have to do all that. Lower him piece by piece. I, I think I think my strength's enough that I could lower him. You so could also. Make one. Yeah, you could just climb quick... across as well. Yeah, a quick, a quick relay team though could also. How down. far down is it, Jason? Forty feet. 
I mean, how much does he weigh? I think I think Hearst could get enough strength. All right. to listen, Gideon. Him. Gideon, do you, I know we just met not too long ago, but do you trust me? Uh, with my life. All oh. right, then I want you to just jump. Uh, all right, and he will take... make sure I'm close enough first. <laughs> <laughs> he will uh, take a leap of faith. Is this acrobatics? No, no. I'll just I'll just jump. Um, I will cast Featherfall on him. Okay. So he will drift down slowly. Um, Don't tell me is, I'm wrong. You, range is personal. <laughs> uh, Gideon, you do get a will save. No, he trusts her completely. <laughs> him completely. Like you said, with his life. He okay. took a leap of faith and he jumped. So one medium or smaller free-falling object or creature, no two of which can be more than 20 feet apart. Yep. So you jump and you plummet downwards. And then just as you're like 10 feet from the ground, you lighten up and your speed descends to a nice this... casual 60 feet per second. It's like it's like this an elevator a, when, you, when you go down like really fast and then it like comes up and your stomach is yeah. like... Ten this feet is, this is a very cool scene in my head though, actually, though, because it's pitch black right now, right? And, and so It's pitch black, you can see, but it's all in black and white. Right, so this black and white knight in shining armor basically is like, do you trust me? He goes, yeah. Just takes a step, and then just falls like perfectly perpendicular feather fall, and then... Yep, like ten feet per second for that last ten. Yeah. And uh, you land safely. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Give you a ten out of ten on that dive. <laughs> it is because of you, Kieran, that I am unharmed. And he are... looks at himself to make sure. <laughs> the rest of you, are you are you all right to make it down, or do you need assistance as well? I uh, don't have many of these, but I can I can help the two of you get down here. No, no, I I think I can climb down. That's it. Doesn't look too difficult. Is that it's a DC 15 climb? DC 15 climb check if you want to. It'll take multiple climb checks, but if you can take 10 and hit DC 15, you're good. Yeah, okay. So I'll just take 10 and go down. I know you're joking, Jace, but I did have the thought, mm, I just jumped out and cast uh, a quick lay on hands. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> just move on. Jessup kind of hesitantly looks at the edge there. I'm not uh, sure I feel overly confident with myself to be able to climb that one. Suppose I can give it a whirl. Uh, Brandon, you died. Yeah, you're super staticky. I don't know why. No. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a loose connection or something. Don't matter. Anyways, what were you? What were you saying? Oh, he's checking. Elevator muted. Do 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 do. Uh, yeah, Gideon. Also, as you're standing in front of the tunnel, you see the same thing. Cold, foul, smelling liquid. Uh, looks like the tunnel is. Well, it's more than 60 feet deep. You can't see the end of it from where you're at. Can I? All right, this is a this is a question. Is if you're yes, flying, yes, if I'm flying, all right, all right, hold on. If I'm flying yep. and I can lift off ground 600 pounds, can I carry Jessup like a... Like a child, like a baby, and just fly down here. I would start making you have to roll fly checks. Well, with well, whatever well. penalty you have for being overweight. Uh, well, well, well. Jessup finds that offensive, and secondly, they do it all the time. Could, one plea, one he piece. could attempt uh, his bardic performance to give oh. Kieran 
a bonus to his fly check. Well, could you do that? Oh, you can't give it to yourself to... No. No. My moral support is only for others, not for me. Yeah, just Ro is Robin carries grid. Luffy around. <laughs> so, well, it's certainly possible. Luffy's not wearing full plate. Yeah, no. well, neither is Jessup. Neither is Jessup. Of course, Luffy's made of rubber, so. Uh, well, worst case, is Jessup could uh, try to climb down, and worst case, he made he's, he'll take 4d6 damage. Yeah. I guess... I will attempt to climb down. Gideon, uh, have one of your special touches ready, I suppose. Just, you know, you could tie another rope to this post and reduce the DC. Jessup will tie another rope to that <laughs> post. What a great idea, Jessup. DC. That's wow. really smart. Wow. The gods must be on our side, Jessup. Forget Did we all dump intelligence? Cause I <laughs> that was mildly <laughs> above average thought process, yeah. We actually let Jessup see if you... Oh actually, yeah, Kieran didn't think of that <laughs> with a six. <laughs> actually, I don't think I have rope because I think I gave it to somebody else. Oh, that would be somewhat problematic. Hurst uh... <laughs> was like, right? I don't see the problem with just climbing down. Hurst's <laughs> like, why can't you just climb? Do you not know how to climb? You never, <laughs> I think I gave you my... climb a tree. Well, actually, still listed here that I have silk rope, so that's what I should use. Okay. You have 50 feet of silk rope. So that would make it a DC five, which you can probably make without rolling. Uh, no, I still need to roll. If you take 10, you can't hit a 5. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm just, yep. Yeah, you're not currently threatened or in combat, so you can take 10. Yep. And, okay. So I will tie another rope, and then I will take 10. Okay. Nice. You climb down. You climb down. Just curious. Phase 4, Jason. <laughs> Whoa! You yeah, would have been fallen on you would have You would have fallen on the second one, so. So would that have been 3d6? 3d6, yeah. No, you, I would have done feather fall. You'd be fine. Can you do that as immediate action? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, isn't that just fancy? Yeah, it's fancy. It's it's really took nice. it. oh. All right, yeah. Gideon's gonna charge, plow ahead, all the way down. Okay. I'm not even. I just Whoa. got down. Oh no! Gideon plunges right, into no. the water. Oh, he just he just ran in. Stick with the plan. That's that's gonna stay in his armor forever. It comes he's not up even to your to... knees, approximately. Yeah, yeah like, he's not even trying. But halfway through, uh, Gideon does offer a prayer far enough away that nobody else can probably hear it, but he's just mumbling over his mouth. Shaylin, help me see the beauty in this. Okay. <laughs> As he just so, work, waddles through the muck. Gideon plunges forth. Oh, uh, are the rest of you plunging forth as well? Or are you trying oh, to climb Karen, to avoid Karen it? Is, Karen is flying. Uh, and Karen, if you can need fly, be, he will fly uh, in his little curled up ball. <laughs> Jessup takes off his, uh, no, just kidding. Shoes and pants, so he can just stretch through it in his whitey tighties. so. Oh, <laughs> man, Jessup. In with his, with his pants tied around he his... He ties around his, uh, his head, in case there's ever a fire alarm or something like that goes scarf off. scarf or, or, like, earmuffs. These are, these are the moments I really wish I knew how to draw, because it's like... A great mental image. Okay, yeah, this is a really good mental so. image. So <laughs> who has been described as slightly pudgy. Just oh, I'm not sure how it's touching my legs, but uh, <laughs> it's bare skin. So um, um, Gideon and Jessup are walking through. Kieran is flying. Um, Titan could fly as well, and Hursk. Just so you know, it's DC 15 if you wanted to climb and avoid the water. Um, you move slightly slower because you're using climb checks, but if you can take 10 and hit a 15, you can technically avoid the water as well if you wanted. 
Yeah, I'm going to avoid the water. Okay. That's, that's gross. <laughs> you guys start making your way down this sewage tunnel, uh, pretty much. And you guys make it pretty much close to the end. And I need uh, Jessup and Gideon to only fortitude saves. Nice. Oh. Oh, we probably should have taken, like, antitoxin. So, I was going, if I wasn't going to avoid it, I was going to take a vermin focus for a few minutes of the fl- uh, the flea to get a plus six against disease, because I was like, okay. I guarantee this water's diseased. But I but I did the check, so I assume I don't need to. You don't I mean, need to, no. Yeah, because I did the acrobatics, or the climb stuff. So, Gideon has a 20 fortitude save. Uh, oh. Jessup. We have two potions of fly. That may Ooh, have helped. Another 20. <laughs> Jessup also gets a 20. Uh, both of you, as you're walking through this sludge, after about two rounds, you can tell that this water is stagnant and uh, has become very slightly poisonous from the stagnant mixture of sewage and mine tailings. Uh, you're both able to kind of shrug off the effects of whatever this is as it kind of hits your exposed skin. Um, but you do know that it is, it is slightly poisonous. Uh, everybody who's going through this tunnel, roll me a perception check. Is this something where they would need, like, are they going to need to roll that consistently where I would give them anti-plague or anti-toxin against poison? I would say uh, it doesn't say that they have to make the check every round that they're in it. It just says that if they spend more than two rounds. Um, but I'd say if, if you spend an additional minute in there, I'd, I'd have a re-roll. Um, and... Would we know if it is if it, it just general poison, or does it have to like get in contact with an open wound or uh, any creature that spends more than two rounds in the water is affected as though they ingested a very specific poison? Okay, okay. I'm going to give you. I have two. No, no, I have more than that. I have. Where oh, is it? Gross. I have. <laughs> Three, three doses of antitoxin. So I'd give one to Gideon, and well, actually, I'd give one to each of you since I'm mm-hmm. flying. So there you go. Thank you. If you if you drink that, you get a plus five alchemical bonus on fortitude saving throws against poison for one hour. Yep, and he'll okay. drink it. And you give that one to both of them. Yes. Okay. So Poor each the- of them have. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I, I gave one to Hurst, too, just in case. So gross. Okay. <laughs> Disgusting. You gave him what? An antitoxin. Just yeah, an antitoxin. Should I take case. that now, you think? Or yeah, yeah, probably. It's a, it's a preemptive hour. thing. Okay, okay well, so, I'm just going to drink it then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just to take the antitoxin. Okay. Oh, thank you, Kieran. It uh, tastes like cherry. Oh. Like, yeah. not good cherry. Like, oh, like cough cherry. syrup cherry. Yeah, And so. it's kind of thick. Oh. With your perception yeah. checks, um, I, I choose the sewage water. <laughs> Jessup, Gideon, and Hursk, you all f- see um, at the bottom. Actually, no, not the bottom. Just under the surface of this water, which is very thick, very hard to see through, but just under the surface of this water, it looks like there's a body just lightly floating beneath the surface. Oh, no, no, no. As you approach it, it looks like it's. Probably a dwarven body. Oh no! My people... Does it weigh less than five pounds? No. <laughs> In the body. Wait, <laughs> Kieran, does it weigh less than ten pounds? Oh, oh double mage hand. Does it? <laughs> That's <so> stupid. 
Josh, we have done dumber things. Let's be honest. <laughs> Does it? Is it uh, floating in the water, or is it like it's? Stuck? It's floating just beneath the surface. So it's kind of like in those like science experiments when you have like oh. objects that are just beneath yeah. different. Is it like the dead marshes? Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Oh. And you Gideon see this is... body, and uh, you're looking at it, and you can tell that this body has been here a long time. Like this is not weeks old. This is old. This is. This is like maybe the original, the original collapse, like years and years ago, like a decade ago, and this chemically tainted water has just pickled the remains of this body. Oh. It looks like it's been dead maybe a few days, but you can tell it's it's been a long time. So let's uh, detect evil and make sure that it's not going to be some you undead. Detect evil. You detect no evil. He'll pull out the Morning oh. Star. And reach underneath the dwarf and kind of <laughs> use it to pick him up around. Okay, you see that it is. It looks like a female dwarf. Pickled mm. um, <laughs> legs. <laughs> guys, uh, this is my fault, right? I threw us off sorry. the rails, isn't it? Sorry. So, <laughs> it's a female dwarf. Yes, you yeah. see, it is a a dead female dwarf, very dead. Um, so, did we find the brother? Or no? Nope. No, not yet. You have not seen okay. anybody. There's been no sign of life so far. Okay. What's the, what's the holdup? Did you guys see something? Um, yeah, he'll go and... Uh... <laughs> Josh is just making a bunch of gagging <laughs> sounds. <laughs> <laughs> he'll... Uh... Does he notice any any uh, clothing or belongings or weapons? If he detects magic, is there anything of wondrous? The only thing you detect as magical is her belt. Oh, man. I I reach my hands to the water and I grab the belt. <laughs> <laughs> and she okay. just disintegrates as you pull her out of the water. At least she you have gauntlets. Yeah. Okay. You, it just fills his gauntlets up, You though, grab the belt. It is magical. Alright, he'll hold on to that, and then he'll look at the body. Uh, sigh, deep sigh. And he'll reach into the water and pick it up. As gently as possible, trying to preserve it. Okay. You grab the body. Where? Which square is it? Is it right in front of him? It is in this square. Oh, so it's right next to Hursk. Yep. Yeah. He'll grab it. Who is it there? Gideon? Shakes his head. I do not know, and there doesn't seem to be anything else in here. And he makes sure it looks down both corridors. You look down this corridor. It looks like this might slope upwards slightly. Um, you think that it might open up. If you, if you were to go over there, you might be able to find an opening to somewhere else. Potentially. Hmm... He is going to say, he'll let them know, but then after he says that, he's just going to walk back through the sludge with the body in tow, take it out into that center of the ravine. So if the party wants to do stuff while he's gone, that's fine. Where do you okay. say it was up here? Was it dead end, you said? This no, there's a, there's a way that goes up, he thinks. Oh, okay. And there was nothing on this other side, okay. Nothing on the other side, correct. I hope he doesn't get sick with the helmet of his on. That'd be gross. 
Ursk will I... go back there as well. Oh, you're going back there? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the beetle will stay with you. Uh, Gideon, I, uh, I, I certainly respect the, uh, uh, the devotion you have here with this, this body, but I, I don't know if this is prudent. You'll, uh, as you had walked around, you'll find him. He was just finished placing the, the corpse leaning against the wall and kind of moving its arms into a gentle, gentle rested position lays a single rose as you get there. Um, doesn't respond to you right away. He's offering a silent prayer for the body in the afterlife and safe journey around the river Styx, even if it's already made it to its destination. And then he will respond to you after a moment passes. The dead deserve respect. That is all. And then he'll walk back through the sludge um, and rejoin the party. While you're while you're doing that, Kieran's going to look at Jessup and he's going to just kind of say, "What do you, what do you make of all this, Jessup? This guy Gideon is new. This guy Hersk is new. Any preliminary feelings on them? Good um, or bad? I think uh, Gideon definitely uh, has the you know right drive to be good." Um, I mean, he's it's definitely interesting. His uh, hunting habits are odd. His uh, sleeping habits are maybe slightly odd. He does make a heck of a tough, uh, cup of tea, though. Um, Hersk? Oh, little gruff. haven't really known him. I like his bug. Alright, alright. Well, just wanted to make sure that you had a good sense of him. Well, Gide- so far, Gideon's I don't... A, a bit too... Much? Uh, don't... Yeah, I don't know the word. He's very religious. That's a paladin for you. Or, kind of. Yeah, I'm not really sure what he is, to be honest, but he's good in a pinch. I don't know. He's got some drive to be here for some reason. Yeah, I can't really understand that. I don't know what would drive somebody to just come down here and full force start fighting for people you don't even know. Well, <laughs> you know, I could have said the same to Frampton, but he's gone, but uh, honestly, I kind of say the same to you. That's fair, actually, when I stop to think about it. I mean, I've fair. seen you gag at least 13 times since being in here. I don't know why. Uh, what your drive is. Yeah, no, this, this is not not what I'm built for, honestly. I'd rather get out of here if we can help it. But apparently this guy's got some business with that body in private. I don't ask questions. I don't know. I hope they get back here soon, because I don't want to have some pickled legs. That will just be awkward. Yeah, you're going to get you all walk. pruny. Gideon I walks in something. right then. <laughs> right, right then. shows up right when they're talking about it. Um, and he'll he'll just kind of awkwardly make his presence known, like clear. So, um, oh, uh, hey guys, sorry. Oh, don't uh, worry, Gideon. We heard you coming all the way down the tunnel. You you're not very quiet. I thank you for your patience with me. And then he'll gesture forward and just walk through. Oh, it's all right. We're just going to wait for you, uh, patiently wait for my uh, undersides to dissolve. Yep. As you guys make your way to what could be the next opening here, I will take one more fortitude save from the two of you with your bonus. What bonus do I get for the antitoxin? (laughs) Jason's like, I would really like one of you to get this disease, please. (laughs) He's trying real hard. He's like, you know, the book doesn't say that you have to make another save. But I think that it's only fair if you're just going to wait around and poison that you'd have to after a minute. Is it so, 
Do I just don't get... come to me saying that's not real. I think an antitoxin is what a plus four, plus five, plus five. Sarah, are you still cracking <laughs> up about Jessup underbits? My undersides dissolve. I mean, I'm just saying. That's I would want that. Five, five in there, so that's a fifteen. Fifteen, base. okay. And uh, twenty. Fifteen as well with my ten. You're both good as you make your way uh, towards Thank God the open. for that, though. Oh, without good. That, uh, without I'm that all still here. Huh? And uh, I will move you guys to the next bit because I don't think you can because the wall is going to block you. You're deep fried. <gasps> There's a man. There's ah. multiple men. Arms. Ah. And a man. You guys begin to. 18. You guys begin to open up Miners. to the <laughs> next room here. And uh, one second, I'm gonna. I'm gonna... Oh, Please bless you. God bless you. No, I think I'm good. Get okay. tight. Bro, you are deep fried. Disconnect and reconnect to Discord real quick. Me? Yeah. Your mic is. No, Jason's. I think it's because he was touching it. I think it's because he was touching it. Oh, he maybe. Was to yeah. Yeah, am I still dead? He was going like. Oh, you're good now. You're good <laughs> yeah. now. Okay. So you guys open up to this next room here, and you nope, see. Not good. Okay. Uh, one second. <laughs> yeah, you're a little wonky. Thank you for your patience, everyone. Elevator music. I don't know why I need elevator music when we have Sirenscape. Oh, yeah. Awesome sounds and ambient noise provided by Sirenscape. Is it picking me up now? Yes, sponsor. Not a sponsor. My mic was right. My headset is. I could always hear you. It just sounded like, you know, deep fried. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like my headset's yeah. gone now. I can't hear myself as well, but whatever. Um, you guys open up to this next room, and you see long dead lanterns hang on the walls of this rectangular room. Uh, a large wooden table occupies a corner. A thick layer of dust covers the floor and the table, except in several places where objects seemingly once rested but are now absent. A bloodied hobgoblin corpse sits rested up... Um, slumped against the wall in the southeast corner of the room. Its face is a rictus of horror. A natural stone fissure exits the room to the north, which you guys did not come in from, um, while the tunnel leading northeast and southwest have collapsed. You see in this room two figures. One of them appears to be a human man, this individual right here. Oh, he's he a looks human like he's man, and you see him like slumped up against the other side of this collapsed tunnel with a shovel, just kind of like slowly knocking at the rocks next to him, just periodically, just kind of like banging on them. And then across the room, you see a dwarf that is pinned beneath a cart full of rubble. Uh, it looks like he is partially like crushed underneath this, but he's alive, like he's conscious. And he oh. looks like this. Is that SW? No. <laughs> so Hurst will immediately run to the dwarf. Yeah, Kieran will zoom with his. Uh, yeah, you guys go help that, that guy. I'll, I'll talk to Mr. Sad Lonely over here. Gideon will take a moment to look around the surroundings and survey for threats. 
So, uh... Hello there! The dwarf responds... Everything is, like, super quiet in my headphones. I don't know what's happened, but... Um, the You're dwarf... still deep fried, so I don't know what's going on. Oh, he sounds fine to me. Maybe I'll just A little warbly, but not bad. Is that any better? Yeah. Sounds okay. the same to me, which is good. Anyway, uh, so what did you say, the dwarf? I didn't say anything to the dwarf. He was talking to the sad fellow. Sad oh, you were talking, talking to the human. Yeah, sad Mr. Tapper. Yeah, as you guys enter the, the room and make your presence known, the human kind of like spins around, eyes wide, and he says, Oh, who, who are you? How did, how did you get in here? Where did, you, uh, where did you come from? He's blinking. He he can't see. There's no light in here. So he just hears a voice. Oh, that's um, true. I cast dancing lights. You might want to shut your eyes quickly. Okay. You cast dancing lights. This room uh, lights okay. up and he, he blinks. It looks like he probably hasn't seen light in days. Um, he blinks for like a minute before he's finally able to open his eyes enough to look at you. And he sees you and he says, are you, are you here to help or are you with them? Um, with them, are you referring to? And he points to the hobgoblin. Yeah. Hobgoblin. Is it hobgoblin? Yeah, the hobgoblins that attacked us. No. Uh, no, no, we are not. We actually are trying to fend off uh, said hobgoblins. How did you, how did you get here? Um, well, uh, we came down through the cave, through a few corridors, climbed down a uh, little ravine, and I went through some sludge that I would not like to tell you what was in there. Almost as if, like, coming to recognition of the situation, he immediately, like, his eyes once again go wide, and he looks in the direction of the dwarf, and he, like, he says, Volden, you, you have to help Volden. He's he's crushed beneath the car. I, I tried to lift it off him, but I wasn't strong enough. He's He's been stuck there. He, I... I can't get it off him. Uh, yes, my friends over there who are slightly mightier than I am are attempting to do that as we speak. Strength check. Okay, so th you can see there are three carts in this chamber. Um, all three of them are filled with various chunks of quartz and um, gold-veined granite and various other objects that have been mined over the course of several weeks, perhaps. Each of the carts is loaded with what you think is probably like six to seven hundred pounds of material. Oh um, moving any of the carts would require a strength check and a full round action to push them. This one in particular that is toppled over and is on top of him uh, will require a strength check and up to four characters can, uh, can do this. So uh, three of you can aid, one of you can make the check. Well, I'm going to aid first. <laughs> so, what happens here... I feel like so, Hursk had like, the, the mother seeing the, the child under the car and yeah. lifts it up. Yeah, Gideon, right? Gideon, with your 17, you go, you grab under the car, you start to try to lift it up, and it's not budging too much, so you kind of look to the others like, you know, help me out kind of a thing. Uh, Hursk goes over there and just, like, almost single-handedly, just, like, lifts the thing and tips it onto its side, freeing the dwarf. It was only a DC-22 strength check. Um, I feel like it's one of those situations where it's like uh, Thor's hammer. Uh, Gideon has just struggled to lift this up, and then Hurst comes up, and it looks like they're lifting it together, but if you're the camera would, would pan very slightly to notice that Gideon's barely touching it, as it's just being lifted up on the one side. You know? 
MCU. So, not a sponsor. So, not a sponsor. Hurst did, when he saw that, took a uh, swift action of Ant for his animal focus for a minute to okay. give him a bonus to strength. So he that's how he had plus four. He doesn't naturally have plus four to his strength. I figured. Okay. Yeah. Justin sounded a bit warbly to me, too. I don't know what's going on. It's oh, got to be oh. Discord. It's Discord must be taking a hit, because... Huh. Don't know. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Anyways, you lift this cart off of the dwarf, and you can see that he is uh, able to... You kind of pull him off the side, and he is alive. He is injured. Looks like his leg might be... Uh, broken or just maybe sprained or something like that um but he is able to kind of get into a sitting position and he looks to you and he says i i thank you for that oh yeah it's, it's only the right and proper thing to do uh i'm sure that feels immensely better uh i don't really know if uh we have any uh, uh healing assistance we can offer but i'm i'm sure Someone does, other than Gideon. Uh, Gideon, uh, what do you think? Um, I'll use an instance of the Wand of Cure Light Wounds. Okay. Oh, he's not good enough for your touch? <laughs> the divine touch? He's an NPC. He doesn't deserve a good touch. You, you touch him with the wand, and uh, you can see that some of his bruises uh, begin to mellow out a little bit. And he kind of like looks down at his one leg, and he kind of moves the ankle a little bit, takes his hand, he kind of bangs on his knee kind of winces a little bit but he's like I, I I think that'll do thank you how long have you been down here uh he looks down towards the human and the human looks down towards him and they kind of like squint for a bit thinking and he says the human responds I uh, think we were probably down here it's probably been a couple of days we, we ran them... out of provisions two days ago. Yeah. He's going to give them some rations. It's yeah. not much. I'm sorry, it's not very tasty, but at least it'll give you a bit of energy. They they take it gratefully, and, and uh, they begin to slowly eat at uh, these rations and, and drink some of the water that you give them. Um, you can tell that they are uh, slightly malnourished, uh, clearly exhausted, and they're both still slightly injured, but... Nothing, nothing lethal or deadly or anything like that. Um, and uh, they just kind of start eating at, at their their food there, um, unless you ask them more questions or are you looking around yeah. at what's going on? Are you the uh, only two survivors? Hey, we're the only two here. Um, when the mine collapsed, we tried to get out. Um, but this cart pinned me down, and, well, Meslin wasn't about to leave me behind, I suppose. I told him to go, but he refused. So, he's been sticking by my side, and, well, he tried to get out one time to get help, hoping that maybe the hobgoblins had left, and he could find somebody else around, but ran into one of them creatures, and, well... It took a, a bit of a hit, and he had to come back in here. We've just been trapped in here the whole time. You don't happen to know someone named Solba, do you? The dwarf, like, spins and looks at you, and he kind of, like, squints his eyes. How do you know that name? 
We stumbled across her and some companions in the forest. Uh, we helped them fend off something that had tricked their minds for a while, and she pleaded with us to come here and look for her brother. Uh, fortunately, I don't remember. I don't know if she gave us a name or not, but I figured since you're the only dwarf here, perhaps maybe you're the brother or maybe you at least know of her. You see, it almost looks like a visible weight lifts off his shoulders and he says, I, I know her. Um, my name's Volden. She's my sister. If she asked you to find her brother, then I'm the one you're looking for. Oh, well, it's good that's to know lucky that, then. It's good to know that she's still alive. Uh, yeah, right. her and uh, three three other dwarves. And he'll just rattle the names. I can't remember. One I remember was JW. JW is alive. <laughs> Duggan, JW, oh, and Mark. JW is a real swell fellow, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I he seemed kind of plain to me. He didn't really talk. Didn't have yeah, much personality. He's, uh, he's a yeah, bit shy, really but once you, once you start talking about something he's, he's interested in, he, he won't shut up. You, ah, you, you know get him what? to talk that... about mining, different type of ores... He'll, he'll talk yep. your ear off. He knows all kinds of stuff about ores, let me tell you. I bet you that's exactly what the case is. You know, I don't have no. much in common with that. Definitely definitely the guy that, uh, kind of guy that you, he thinks he knows everything, but, you know. Yeah. Well, he's, I get the he's feeling, extremely intelligent. I, I get the feeling that he also likes debating people. Uh, oh, yeah. One yeah. of those that... It's one of those things, on you, you try to tell him that the ore from this side of the tunnel is better than the other side, and he'll, he won't take kindly to that at all. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, regardless, they're all doing well. Uh, we actually have a group of people, uh, survivors from Feindar in the, the forest that we uh, told them about. And I think they were going to head over and uh, meet up at the fort where we're, we're staying. So at least the last time that we saw them, you know, a few days ago, they were alive and, and doing well. Well, it's, it's a relief to know that some of them made it out at least. Not too many were lucky enough to get out when the attack happened. Does um, the human guy need any heals? Uh, he's mostly just exhausted, but it does look like he took a blow to the head. Well, see what we can do for that. Uh, Hersk, with your perception check, you're looking around. Uh, like I said, you've got three loaded carts in this area. Um, as a dwarf, you have greed, right? Or did you replace that with something? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, Kieran, so if you guys want to roll to identify the belt, you can do that. I don't know if what his face told us about it. I can't remember your name. Gideon. Gideon. He did. Yeah. I think he grabbed, but he didn't say anything about it. Yeah, I don't think he said anything. I didn't know uh, if he had identified it. Yeah, no, I don't think I did. You I'm have no idea. Not. Yeah, he'll let everyone know about it. Well, Jessup, rinse and repeat. You want me to try, or you want to take a closer look at it? Uh, you know, I'm not kind of feeling it. I'm trying to wring up my pants of some sludge and smell. But, but I'll Roll take a the third quick save. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's like wringing out his pants. Alright, so... 19 for me. If Jessup okay. aids, it would be a 21. Uh, with a 21... Oh, Hursk oh, aids as well? Yeah, I'll we, aid. We can all aid, technically. Oh, you can't, because you already tried. That's true. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so it would be what, 21, 23? 23. If you both are able to succeed in the aid, then the 23 is exactly the DC that you need Ooh, to identify lucky. this as a belt of Mighty Constitution plus two. Nice. Oh. It is good, but I already have one of those. <laughs> um, I don't have a belt. Jessup, do you have a belt? New guy, do you have a belt? Uh, look at here. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I already have... had a belt of this. I have, a, I have a belt. Yeah, you do. Yeah, man, there was four thousand wow, gold pieces I could use on something have, else. I do not have a belt, actually. You want to roll off for it? Does for it? what? The belt. The, the belt of mighty constitution. Mighty plus constitution. Two. You're the only two that could wear it. Give you some more HP. If you don't have a belt, you can take it. You usually try to be more frontline than me. Mm. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, uh, I don't know, Karen. If you want that, just in case. I mean, looks like you're usually in the front lines getting bit by giant magical beasts and such. You need to protect them washboard abs. Right, but I mean, it's only because you're back there helping us, inspiring us. If you were to go down, I think we'd be in a bit of a bind. I'd never go down. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> mm. Well, that's up to you. I'm willing to roll off on it, but if you don't think that you would use it, then I can take it. Oh, I'd certainly put it on. I just uh, think the frontline people should have it more than me. But if you insist... The dwarf, okay, okay. The dwarf I'll says, wear two belts. The dwarf <laughs> says, Oh, that was my great-grandmother's belt that you're having there. It is so nice of you to return that to me. So Kieran goes to put it on. He's like, That's oh, a bit girthy. Jessup, it might fit you better than me. Doesn't oh, magical fast. items resize? <laughs> I'm mildly offended. It's not how magic works at all. Item, Kieran. It's a wondrous <laughs> item. So, who's taking the belt? I don't they know. Don't, I... They, yeah, apparently the belts don't come in size zero edge yeah, lords, So I'll Sounds like neither of you want the belt. <laughs> Did, well, I, I want the belt, but I also am not a greedy person, so... A roll. Well, I rolled off. He rolled yeah. off. Oh, are we roll. rolling a D100? He rolled a D100. Yeah. You got 31. Hey. Wow. Wow. What does wow. that mean? I lose. That's where you started yeah. your fat jokes. <laughs> okay. Usually the, usually the higher number wins. Yeah. Well, we don't yeah. usually roll a d hundred, so I was confused. No, now she's contesting the roll off. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you gotta declare it before you roll, else you could just pick whichever one you wanted after the results were done. Right? Here she is. No, Jessup, you got it. It's yours. I'm sorry. I uh, was rolling uh, World of Warcraft rolls. Yeah, right? That's World of Warcraft. That's classic MMO. Uh, oh, yeah. High rules. Okay. Now, if I die, it's your fault. Um, Hersk, earlier you had rolled a perception that check. Works. Yes. That checks out. Uh, are you d doing detect magic as well, or just like a visual inspection? Yes, detect magic as well. Okay. You detect that the only other magical essence in this room is a single candle on one of the tables. It is not lit. Oh. Oh, right, there's a, a magical candle over here. Uh, maybe we can take a look at it. Yep, you can roll spellcraft on the candle. Gideon walks down that hallway. <laughs> ha! Uh, okay. 23. 23. What? That's not going to be enough. Roll. Unless somebody is aiding you. I don't can know you aid me? Oh, what is this? A magical You're, candle? He's attempting to identify a magical candle. I don't know if any of you are aiding or rolling your own. 
Um, I assume that we all would have aided somebody. So since he already rolled, I don't know if you want us to aid him or not. But okay. that's kind of one our play. Yeah, go ahead. You can roll to aid. I, Actually, you I, succeed. So, um, yeah. DC twenty five. This item is known as a candle of clean air. This clean-smelling white candle is inscribed with glyphs portraying various sweet-smelling flowers. When lit, the candle repels smoke, mist, cloud, and other gas effects in a five-foot radius. These effects do not penetrate the area around the candle if they are of spell level three or lower. Uh, Anything more powerful, uh, such as like a dragon's breath or a gorgon's breath weapon... um, the candle creates uh, the candle grants creatures in the area a plus four resistance bonus on saving throws against those effects. Uh, creatures wow. in the area gain a plus four deflection bonus against AC against attacks from creatures with the air subtype. The candle burns for up to five minutes in increments of one minute. Once all five in- minutes are used, the candle is destroyed. Definitely sounds like something that Kieran would be interested in. Uh, yeah, this is um, not really my cup of tea. You're welcome to it, Kieran. Oh, we used to have these back home. That's a funny story, actually. My grandfather used to keep these on hand. I'm not really sure why, but, you know, thinking about it, I can probably guess. Oh, oh, okay, care, care to elaborate, or are we just going to leave it at that? Well, you know, when he got older, sometimes... You know, I don't really want to go into it too much. But... I know what he meant. Sometimes <laughs> us older folk get a little rumblies and the tumblies, and you just need to, you know, kind of air out the room. Oh, Titan gets that quite often. Well, then maybe you should keep it. No, 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 no. It's, it's quite okay. I've gotten used to him at this point. Well, you have, but the rest of us haven't, so... Well... Is there a warning before it happens? No, 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 no. <laughs> He uh, he just lets him go. Depends on what he eats. If he eats a hobgoblin, it gives him wicked indigestion. Well, I suppose we can excuse that. Just, you know, knowing hobgoblins. As you guys are speaking, um, Hersk, uh, if you could go back into the room. Oh, sure. As you guys are speaking, where did Gideon go? I don't see his token. He's, he's, up, here. Uh, he's up here. The bathroom. Oh, way up here. yes. Did you take okay. the candle? Um, <laughs> as you guys are talking, you hear a rumbling coming from pretty much all directions. Oh no! It's as the tunnel down oh, here, just the, the rumbling, the the, tun- <laughs> the tunnel down here begins to shake as more loose rocks begin to collapse on it. Um, the human man kind of darts back and dives to uh, avoid the collapse and um as it crushes Jessup <laughs> and Gideon this actually would have all happened before you left for that corridor um dive backwards before yeah so this is this like, would have happened like, like as you guys were talking in this main tunnel i was just kind of waiting for all of the spellcraft checks to go by he wasn't there I... for any of that yeah he had pulled away just by himself yes but for the purposes of this, all of this happens when everyone is in the room. So okay. whenever anyone was last in the room is when this happens. I've just been letting the role play kind of go along, waiting for a moment to describe stuff. Um, so as he was leaving, then yeah. So we'll say as you were leaving, 
uh, you hear a rumbling, and this tunnel begins to collapse a little bit further, and it sound it almost feels like the entire mine is vibrating. And then it goes quiet. Joseph was kind of in like, I'm assuming almost like a total defense stance with his buckler out trying to protect himself. Um, what is that? I don't know, but I don't like the sounds of it. I think we should get out of here as quickly as we can. Are you sure there's there's no other survivors that you know that might be down here? You speak into the no, dwarf. I, I, as far as we know, it was just the two of us. Um, the We've been stuck in here because of those creatures this whole time. Um, they've probably trapped us in here again. Um, but other than them, it's just the two of us. Do you know what's causing this rumbling? I don't know what they are, but um, when I tried to leave, when Volden got pinned, I, when I tried to leave to get help, um, I ran into one of them down the corridor there, and uh, it, it, it hit me, and I had to run back in here or else I probably would have killed me. That's what killed this hobgoblin over here, and he points to the one that's all beaten up and bruised. Can you describe what this is? Uh, it It's... He thinks for a moment, trying to figure out a way to describe exactly what this, the creature that he, uh, he saw is. He says, it was like a amalgamation of, of like, mine tracks and, and picks and, and stuff. I, I honestly, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to, how to describe it, but it was like a, like a whirlwind of, of, like various items, I guess, rocks and, and minerals and tools and that were like animated together to form some kind of creature and there was like a like a glowing figure that was around the swirling objects. An it, air golem. Or an air elemental. <laughs> I don't know. See, well, that doesn't sound good. That's what you and it comes, like, from up here? Is that what they said? They tried to leave this direction? He tried to leave this direction, and he encountered one of them as he was leaving. Um, yeah. And then the murlocs slapped him over here? Uh, no, the creature that he encountered attacked oh, he him. Oh, into murlocs. No. The creature that okay. he encountered attacked him, and he fled back in here, and they've oh, been okay. trapped in here ever since. Okay, well, I guess uh, we need to get you guys and us all out of here. Gideon, why don't you uh, lead the lead the way? Then I guess we can go out this tunnel. Unless we still well, do go we back. do we dare go through the tunnel? Because if the creature comes when they try to leave, is it something that's going to come every time? Going to go back down the sludge tunnel? I don't know. What do you think? I'm I'm okay going through the sludge, but you're the ones that have to walk through. So if you don't want to, we can certainly try the tunnel. Uh, <laughs> the only issue is when I tied the rope. I tied it on this side. So if we come across on this side, we'll have to get the rope across the other side. Not sure quite how we'll get across, but oh, we can cross maybe. that bridge when we get to it, eh? Hey, I like uh, your thinking. Uh, uh. Alright. Um, Gideon, do what you, do you think? Do you folks need help? Can you move? Can you walk? He's talking to these guys. Yep, um... They are both, at this point, they've managed to get to their feet, and they, they kind of nod, and the, and the door says, hey, we can we can walk uh, more like limp, but it's good enough. 
Idian will cast light twice on two pebbles, and he will hand them to the dwarf and the human. Oh, so you are not emitting light. Turn that off. No. And they're, I want to find the smallest pebble possible, so if they need to, they can quickly shut out the light. Okay, you find two stones, you cast light on them, and you give them to the, the two. What are you guys doing? Gideon was going to walk further ahead, but he'll defer to the group. Well, lead He's... the way. We want to try going? Going... Try going I... through the tunnel and see how it goes, but yeah. those tremors sound like something maybe knows what we're here, or is heading this way. He's not know. convinced it even loops around, but he wants to make sure there's no one else still in here. Okay. So you guys start making your way down the tunnel there. I'm sure that my fly is gone now. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, you probably. We'll have those two kind of stand back, so we'll kind of like move ahead and okay. tell them to come up a little bit. Stand back, come ahead. Gideon, so move back here. Gideon, as you step down this corridor, I did not describe this corridor yet. Uh, let me pull that up so I can describe nope. it. Um, this fissure winds through the stone, large enough for an adult human to pass through. You see bone fragments litter the ground, and a pungent stench fills the air. The uneven slope of this fissure, so this this whole fissure area, basically, yeah. that connects the two areas, is rough terrain. Um, as you step onto this area, you uh, see in front of you the a burbling, like a, a bubbling of liquid on the wall, which, as soon as you see it, a jet of caustic liquid just erupts out of the wall and sprays down the corridor. I need a reflex save from Gideon, Hursk, and Kieran. Oh, goody. Oh, that's a lot of people. Okay. I'm so good at this. Yes, as a as a um, 60-foot line of acid juts down the corridor that you guys are in. A free action cast resist energy acid on myself. What? <laughs> um, All right. Okay. I don't think that's how this one works. So, <laughs> Hersk rolls a 22. That is a success. Um, Gideon rolls a 14. Karen rolls a 16. Both of those are a failure. That was pretty good for me, too. So, oh, by the way, I forgot. Don't forget a plus one deflection bonus, Justin, and a plus one resistance bonus on saves for shield other. Uh, yeah, plus one what? Deflection bonus to AC and a resistance bonus on saves. Those will not stack with any ring of protection or cloak of resistance that you might have. Correct. The ring of protection. So the deflection okay, bonus does not. I have a cloak not... of resistance. So neither of those will affect you. <laughs> oh, so you get nothing. So you get a whole lot of nothing. Don't, don't worry, worry about so, it. So Kieran and Gideon both take 21 points of acid damage. Hersk, you take 10 points of oh, that acid was... damage. No, you take Look 5, you I take 26. Oh. Correct, because he takes half your oh. damage. So, as this jet of caustic uh, liquid uh, sprays down the corridor, and as it does, Gideon, you see in front of you a creature forming out of the nearby debris, and it looks like this. Blow that up! Oh my oh, goodness! My. That's horrible. That is awful. It's got like the mine tracks and everything. That is yep. so cool looking. Yeah, the though. mine tracks. It's, it's a got very cool wow. looking creature. Yeah. It is the super cool. Of... 
Oh, do you have a bigger picture of that? I really want to take that all in. I have a bigger picture in the book, but this is as big as the image is giving me on roll 20. Mm. Um, I can, Sometimes. well, here, let me, so I can do a quick snip and maybe put it in, uh, maybe put it in. So you'll get a little bit of text in here, but I can at least save this to my thing and put it in Discord. How do I put things in Discord? Can you upload just upload it as a handout? You can just, you can just control V it, I think, if you've copied it. Well, because I'm not editing it at the moment, so that's... Gotcha. Whoa. Man, oh man, that's cool. So, yeah. You now know the name of it because I did that, but you don't know what it is. So pretend well, you didn't see the name. For everyone at home, we don't I know this. But you would know that it's called a quarry geist. So podcast listeners, you can go Google Quarry Geist and look at it this really sick. awesome art. They can see it. Terrifying. But on cool. a podcast? Yeah, this is podcast. Yeah, the people on the podcast can see it. What are you talking about? <laughs> just look, just use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> just whatever you think a Quarry Geist looks like, that's exactly what that's it exactly is. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. <laughs> and I need everybody to rule initiative. You got it. Are we going long? We can do this one combat. This is one creature. How long that. could it take? You say fast. that now. Fast TPK. It's gonna be like it's how, how, be so how long can it take? He says it won't be that long. So Hursk gets a fourteen. I really wish that cat wasn't up there, but that's how it is. Kieran gets a eighteen. Jessup gets a twelve, and Gideon gets a twenty-one. Okay. Sort that. In the surprise round, this creature forms out of nothing, and you see, uh, like I said, you see this this creature that you have not yet identified. You don't know that it's called a quarry geist, <laughs> as it looks down at you, and it is going to, I believe, it's going to try to cast a spell first. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to cast a spell. I need Gideon to roll me. Yeah. I need you to roll me a reflex save, Gideon. As sure beneath your feet. You're sure that him shooting out wasn't the surprise round itself? Nope. <laughs> okay. Am I in the GM layer? All right, that's a, that's a pretty good reflex roll. I got a 20. Okay. You are able to jump out of the way as a 10 by 10 pit opens up in the ground underneath you. Oh, that's not great. <laughs> so that's what happens, yeah? I end up... Yes, yeah, so this is the there. create pit spell. So... I'm trying to figure out where it says that you move. Creatures subjected to an effect intended to push them into the pit. That's not that... The pit. Any creature standing in the area where you first conjured the pit must make a reflex save to avoid falling into it. Yes, that makes sense. Give me the thing that I'm looking for, though. You jump forward as you avoid this create pit spell that has been dropped right on top of you. That's the surprise round. First round of combat. Gideon, you are first. Okay. Um. Well, let's see here. 
We are going to go ahead and activate my divine might. Swift action. Okay. Swift action, divine might plus, on the creature. Yep. Plus three to damage, plus two to attack, and AC against a single target. Okay. Assuming that it is opposed to you in alignment. Assuming. Oh, yeah, it has to be evil. I forgot yeah. about that. You can oh, make well. the guess. You don't know. I'm going to make the guess. He's going to he's gonna risk it. Okay. Trust and fate a little bit. And if it's not inherently evil, oh, well. Um... Then we are going to cast nothing, because that would provoke, right? Yes. I have to roll a concentration. Yes. You can fight for a step into the pit. Yeah, you can yeah, fight right? for a step into the pit. No, I do need to move away from the pit. Yeah, ending your movement there, you'll have to make another save. Yeah. We will five-foot step okay. into the place. We will make a concentration 15 plus. Yeah, we'll make a concentration check to cast a level one spell. Okay, DC 17. That's your instant concentration check. 24. Okay. Gonna cast hedging weapons with DM permission. Technically, it can only be one form of weapon, but if it's okay, I'd like a long sword and a glaive. Yeah, so you're not changing anything. It's just different weapons. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then that's it. Cause that's a uh, you can't do you can't do that fighting defensively, right? Yeah. No. Right. Yeah, you can't no, because you're not making an attack. Okay. Oh wait, so, those don't those don't stack. I apologize. I thought hedging weapons would stack with divine might, but it's a, it, they're both deflection. They're both deflection, yes. Yeah. So instead of that, um, <laughs> ah, you stinking microphone. Favorite. I'll just. I will just. It never goes off when I try to. I try to Record click it off and it doesn't sirens. go off. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the sound of when you shot out the uh, acid line of acid. <laughs> <laughs> It's dumb because like the button is supposed to mute it, but half the time when I click the button, it doesn't mute. <laughs> the core, the yeah. core guy sneezes. Yeah. Thirty foot yeah. acid lines. That's hilarious. Um. What are you yeah. doing? Sorry, I apologize about that. We'll uh, we'll instead, since I already rolled the concentration check, we'll just cast wrath instead. Okay. I'll just change to a more convenient spell that I know because it passed. Well, I mean, I can, yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. So you cast that. That will be your turn. Kieran, you are next. You see right. a 10 by 10 foot pit in the entirety of the tunnel ahead of you. Yeah, Kieran's going to cast Fly on him himself again. Okay. Uh, so stick that in there. And then um, I will fly. Can I, like These squares probably cannot occupy, is that correct? Yeah, you can occupy them. Okay, all right. Well, then but I'm going to... Fall in. Oh, she's flying. She's flying. Yeah, yeah. He's flying. So, um, he will just stay there to have line of sight, um, and that'll be his turn. Okay. Next up, it is Hursk. So, Beetle Boy will fly over there. Okay. The beetle flies over. And then he's going to take a bite 
Nom. So was he able to get there in one move action? Yeah, and I, sh I showed it as 20 feet. Just make sure I'm right. Let me... uh... So you can't you can't just do a direct line though. Yeah. No. So okay. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I just right? wanted to, I just wanted to make sure yeah. that as you were going around yeah. that corner, it would still. Right. Okay. Yep. So twenty feet. And then he'll make a bite. Uh, he does have I had given him earlier beetle and ant. I mean it's a swift action even if I patent, but I did give him earlier uh, both for the venom vermin focus. Okay. For my hunter animal focuses but i have to use vermin ones so it's ant and beetle it's uh because i'm level eight it's a plus four to his strength and a plus four to his natural armor bonus and you are able to give you can give him two it's not just you give yourself two you can give him two as well correct because you okay. get at level hang on second animal focus at level eight whenever a hunter uses her familiar air her animal focus ability, she selects two different animal aspects for herself instead of one and can assign two aspects to her okay. companion instead of one. Okay. Sounds good. So you did that as a swift action. He flies over there. Okay, he can make his attack against two. this creature. Do you get strength added to the attacks for the bite? He would use his he added? would use his strength modifier, yeah. So if you modify his strength, it should automatically modify his attack and damage rolls on the sheet. Okay, it did. Yep. Okay. Cool. Doesn't get it for attack, but gets it for damage. Yum. Nom nom nom. Natural two uh, is not going to hit your target. He or goes stop. to chomp at it, and he just chomps at rail. <laughs> Gets a mouthful of metal. Yeah. Hurst uh, will five foot step over. Okay. And then he's going to do some shooting. Okay. Bear in mind, if you end your turn adjacent to the pit, you will have to make a reflex save uh, to not fall into it. You get a plus two bonus because you're not you're on a sloped bit here, but you will have to make a save at the end of your turn if you stay adjacent to it. Okay. Kieran is flying, so he doesn't care, but Kieran don't care. Kieran don't care. Kieran don't care. Kieran don't care. Point blank shot. Rapid shot. Okay. Not deadly aim. Okay. So three attacks. See if they hit 26. Oh. That'll hit your target. 18 will miss. 28 will hit your target. Uh, so you attack for that much so you fire two arrows and you see that they do impact but then they kind of clank off of metal bits inside of this whirlwind of a creature um looks like you did damage though oh okay so i did do some damage yeah looks like it um and then swift action what kind of check is it for that pit it's a reflex save at the end of your turn And is it a separate swift action to give your animal and yourself focus, or is it I, a single swift action to do both? I gave it that before. Okay. It doesn't. So mine, I have eight minutes a day that I can do, but my companion doesn't. Right. There is no duration on the companion. The companion okay. just always has them. 
until I change them. Okay. Yep. Um, okay. So a reflex save. Yep. At the end of your turn, you get a reflex save. This will be a plus two bonus because you're only on a sloped area. Nice. Twenty-three. Okay. You are able to avoid falling into the pit at the end of your turn. I see your twelve reflex. You're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> It's fine. It's a reflex, Dave. It's fine. That brings us to Jessup. Bottom of the round, almost. Jessup will move up and see this come kind of a pit. And, oh, boy. Uh, there's a pit there. Um, can't really see what's going on, but I will inspire you all. Gideon, I cannot see you, but heed my words. You will do good things. I feel inspired. There you go. There, inspire courage. We are so inspired. Okay. So you move up there and you inspire courage. Is that the end of your turn? Yep. Move action. Okay. Second move action. Same action. Bottom of the round. We have the quarry geist. It's going to five foot step back and it is going to cast a spell. So this spell is dumb because it has literally ten paragraphs of text. Oh. Um, so it is going to cast this spell and it is going to target both Hersk and Jessup. So this spell... Oh gosh... You feel a tug on you. Both of you feel a tug on you as this violent thrust of force propels you forward towards the pit. I need... I believe it's a will save. I think this effect is a will save. My lowest save, no! Yeah, so Spellcraft, you know that this is the spell Telekinesis. So you move objects or creatures by concentrating on them. Depending on the version selected, you can do different effects. And there's like five versions. I'm doing the violent thrust. So the the spell energy can be spent in a single round. You hurl one object or creature per caster level that are within range and all within 10 feet of each other. So the two of you uh, to any target within 10 feet per caster level. So he's trying to throw you into the pit. Um... And the spell says is like will save or none. It says will save will will negates object or none, but it doesn't say which of these effects has the will save. Cause there's there's like five different versions of this. He's not trying to hit you with anything, so he doesn't have to make an attack roll. Um Yeah, so they are allowed a will save to negate the effect as those as are those held positions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, will save from the two of you. Nineteen for Jessup. And did Hursk already roll his will save? No. Okay. I was seeing what I weigh. 24. 24. Okay. Wow. Wow. That was another 19. Another 19. Yeah, you guys are rolling ridiculously well. Phenomenally well. So, I believe 
both of you succeed. It doesn't give me a DC for telekinesis, which is annoying, but it is a fifth level spell, so I believe it would be three higher than create pit. So, uh, DC 18, you are both able to resist the effects of being thrown into this pit. Wow, that was not... Would he actually be able to do that? Because if it's a fifth level spell, then it's only, what, 125 pounds? The pound is by his caster level, I believe. Not the spell level. Oh, not the spell level. He's a much higher caster level than he does the the spell Uh, level. Yeah. Because I weigh 178 without gear. (laughs) Yeah, no, he... His caster level is much higher than five. (laughs) Ah. It's six. No, it's, it's, it's higher than six. It's much higher. <laughs> top of round no, two. No. Top of round two, we have Gideon. Um, can I get a knowledge check to identify this thing? Yep. Knowledge religion. religion. Yeah, I figured. Religion. Nice. 23, you are able to identify this as a quarry geist. It is a variant creature of something known as a gear ghost. Um, so a gear ghost, so some of the description here will be slightly off because this is not actually a gear ghost, but it's functionally the same. Um, formed from the unquiet soul of, so this again, this is a gear ghost, of a thief wrenched from life by a wicked trap. Uh, a gear ghost delights in rigging up the same threats and tortures uh, to, to which it succumbed. Eager to witness the death of others, the gear ghost prowls the place of its death, constantly maintaining and resetting any traps in the area as it waits for victims to fall into its clutches. A gear ghost also has the ability to create and set new traps, and as such, its lair is usually choked with perilous new stra- snares, spikes, and pits. Um, so this is a quarry geist, which is basically just a gear ghost flavored for a mine. Okay. So it is a chaotic many- evil small undead. You get one question. Chaotic, evil, small, undead? Yes. You get one okay. question. Um, obviously, it's got DR. DR what? It has DR5 everything. What does that mean? It means nothing bypasses its DR. Not it's even like a barbarian's only... DR. It's DR5 even... dash. There's, there's nothing that bypasses it. Not even holy. Stuff no. like that. Alignment doesn't bypass it. Damage type doesn't bypass it. It's DR DR five all. Okay. Um Charming Good Looks bypass it. We will <laughs> swift no. action lay on hands or divine touch for three D six. Okay. Oh man. We're all really, really good on that. Right. Filthy paladins. Filthy paladins. Um, Josh, there? I appreciate Gideon. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm excited to see him yeah. unfold. And he he breaks the paladin stereotypes. You'll see in ways. Um, so, so far, that's all I feel. I am going to spend the ability to, as a standard action for one minute per level, add a plus one enhancement to a weapon can add brilliant energy defending flaming flaming burst, keen, speed or since I am good aligned, I can add disruptive and holy I will add disruptive okay for those of you who know, a disruptive a disruption weapon is the bane of all undead. Any undead creature struck in combat must exceed a DC 14 will save or be destroyed. 
A disruption weapon must be a bludgeoning melee weapon, which a disruption studies. weapon is a plus two bonus. Ah, you're right. It's plus two, not plus one. So flaming well, would be fine. Yeah, we'll just throw. Well, that sucks. We'll throw defending then, since okay. I can't do a plus two because I can only do a plus one at this level. Weapon gate. No, yeah, yeah. Um, for every three levels beyond fifth, and I am not a eighth level, so I just miss it. Yes. For being able to do a plus two. Oof. So yeah. defending, you would add your weapons enhancement bonus to your AC. Yep. So you get a plus one to your AC. To. If you go. If defending. I choose. Yep. If I choose to, which uh, I will choose to, and then I will move in. Okay. Five foot step. That is your turn. Kieran, you're up. Kieran is going to stay where he's at, like hovering in the air, and then he's going to pew pew a bunch of uh, magic missiles. Oh. Okay. Um. So at this level, I get my fourth missile. Yeah. So this will be forty-four plus four. I think nice. it'll roll it. Wow, fourteen. Two ones and two, two threes. Twelve. So, um, no. Yes, 12. You're right. 12. Okay. 12. 12 points of damage. Okay. That is your turn. Actually, can I... No. I'm actually going to move... I'm going to actually fly over here. Okay. To be on the other side of the pit. And... Unless you guys want to go a little bit longer to finish this combat... um, what are you guys looking at? You want to end it here? Whatever. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that. So, Kieran, as you fly across, you look kind of behind you where you came from, and you can see the bridge is perfectly intact. Was perfectly intact? The bridge. Tricks. It's in perfect condition. Tricks. Oh, I know what happened. And that is where we will end it.